well, now that we're speculating about her hair touching his back, is he feeling her breath on his back, her warm breath? I think so. <laughs> Emily, I when you her. first said, I'm not going to lie, when you first said breath, I thought you said breasts, and I was like, her That's breath. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought you said that. You didn't say that. I heard breath. Oh, no, breath. <laughs> I heard breath. Oh, Sorry, I, I, got breath. Oh, I mean, her breath could also be on his back. You know what? I'll, t- I'll take that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Okay, everyone, here we are. We are at basically the best episode of Purple Hyacinth. Also known as episode 136, Gnarly Guilt. The much-awaited 136. Yep. The one that's history. everybody to fast pass. Yeah. Okay, I think think we need to start off with something special. Like, I think we need to start off with, like, a collective showing of emotion of how we felt last night. Oh, my God. Verbally describe it. Okay, let's just do our non-verbal reaction. Ready? Oh, God. Here we go. One, two, three. But also, mm, like, mm, but also tears. tears. Yeah, okay. Had to phone down. Yeah, had to put the phone down for a second. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Before we started recording, I was saying um, I'm not much of a crier. I'm working on that in my life because I grew up with it not being seen as like very healthy or socially acceptable to cry. You know, have the typical parent that was like, "Stop crying! Stop crying!" working on that but this is the first webtoon of any episode or any series I've read that legitimately made me tear up like I think it was the combination of the music and the dialogue and just everything but I went upstairs and I was like babe I'm actually crying over this episode right now and then I made him read it and he's like yeah that was really good (laughs) killed me absolutely killed me even just rereading it to take notes I was like (laughs) I, I reread it like four times, I think. Yeah, like, same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I reread it today when I was like, after I finished my work for the day, I sat down and was like, let's open that up again. It opened up on your background, Mindy. And I, I know. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. This, the best panel. The best panel. I mean, every panel. We'll get to that. We can, this is, this could easily be two hours, I feel like. <laughs> my <laughs> record is two yeah, hours, 45 yeah. minutes for recording here, I think. So. Oh okay. my gosh! Okay, it was finale <laughs> season two finale. We right. had to go hard. Oh, then you had to. <laughs> oh, yeah, Emily, oh. how was your reaction? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I definitely had to take a break. Uh, but my favorite panel—I mean, when he touches the drawing of her or the sketch of her—that killed me. <laughs> that was the scene where I took a break because nice. I thought that was just such like a beautifully like just a beautifully like frame scene and it was so almost like cinematic I think and oh then God, like, yeah. like the blood on his hands coming back but it's just charcoal like that was just amazing yeah the episode cinematic's a good week, word for it cinematics are really good yeah it, it was yeah. very cinematic and I thought last week was my favorite episode and then this week I think and now it's just easily been yeah it's this like, one for sure I see why the author said ugh, past, this, past is, my, this is my new favorite heavy episode that's for sure because this, yeah. this was a lot oh yeah. absolutely and I definitely teared up for a moment I mean it wasn't the first webtoon episode I've teared up at 
Oh, and it only happened twice, and this is the second time. <laughs> Has it was the other one from Hyacinth? No, it was uh, Midnight Poppy Land. Uh, oh, they separated a hundred. Uh, no, episode a hundred. Oh, okay. The flashback. Yeah. Of like how he like would have wanted to meet her. Oh, okay, that one. Yeah, I didn't hear yeah. that one. Got me in the. Got me. In yeah, the that was actually the first one, and I was like, okay, so this is added to the list now. <laughs> for me, I have. I didn't cry or tear up or anything for this one. Like, I think it was so much and so many different emotions. I kind of didn't know like physically how to react to it in a way <laughs> and only one webtoon has ever made me cry before and that was castle swimmer um there was this really it was like a sequence of episodes and i was binging it again so not when i first read it but i was rereading the whole thing and i got it was like a, this scene this like series of episodes in the second season that go into like these flashbacks to one of the characters pasts and mm -hmm. it was just so gut-wrenching and i couldn't help but like cry and I had made my roommate read it as well. And she's like, I was crying so much in that. I was like, me too. Like well, last Castle night. Swimmer. I haven't heard of that one. Ca ca um, well, Castle Swimmer. My Castle accent. Swimmer. Uh, it's um, it's Mermaid Boys. Yeah, I've seen um, it. Um, ooh, I think it's okay. It's oh. so good. It is one of the best webtoons, I will okay. say. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, yeah I read it before Purple Hyacinth, actually. So, but like days before I found Purple Hyacinth, I found Castle Swimmer. So okay. relative. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I had, a, I had a hard time reading the, the torture. I like, yeah. I really, I also, I had to like put it down for a little bit because mm -hmm. I, it was like, ah, just wow. Like, it was very tough. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that, that was the hard part for me. And I mean, we knew Karen's backstory was going to be rough. Yes. Like, this is not news to anybody. Yeah. It was, I guess I knew it was going to be really rough, but I guess I didn't realize how much it would. Like how, like like how how much it was going and it to. It was such like a small glimpse too, but it was just enough to like destroy. Yeah, our just head. these small snippets. But then I think yeah. it was just like you said, Emily, like cinematic. It was the imagery also combined with his dialogue going into him basically. I mean, let's be honest, realizing that he's in love with Lauren. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. Oh wow, well, man's in love. Realizes, but he's we'll like, what is this? feeling yeah, he's like, like i always want to be around her i don't get it he's <laughs> like i don't know what this feeling is i'm like bruh have you never seen a rom-com no I it's because not. he's never been in love guys he's never no, been what he's emotionally stunted <laughs> <laughs> no. let's, just, why let's like, get into it because okay. we're we're like talking about it before we. I know, like way ahead. Just, I mean, my thought—it's just my thoughts and emotions are all over the place with us. Right. Funny. I'm already sad. Just opening up. I know. All right. So we start out, and Lauren says, "All done." Just a little smile on her face, and then we see them. <laughs> oh, there's a bed. The bed. Who all screamed? There's a bed there. Yeah. People, people were surprised. I was like, "You saw the bed as soon as no, we seen the, the bed in the yeah, yeah, yeah but they're, they're on it now. They're right. on the bed. They have gone yeah. to the bed. <laughs> We've never known that the bed would be used. Like you know, it's kind of like there was no there was no lead up to the bed. It's just like, oh, let me help no, you. That's what I'm saying. You know, like sit down or something. They're yeah. on the bed. It's like standing next to him and it was like, I'll help you. And maybe she like started doing something yeah. and you, know, you go, oh, this is awkward. We need to like sit down somewhere. You know, they couldn't go to a table or a chair. They had to go to the bed. They had to walk over. And she's I just realized mm -hmm. she took off her coat. This girl is comfy. You know what I think is the thing? Because back when she patched him up in like, what, 27? 
when she first like patched him up and we saw his back for the first time yeah they were standing up and she didn't have to do stitches so i think in my mind or maybe other readers minds they were like oh she's just gonna like stand up right there and they'll be like it what i thought it would be it'd be right after like she's like let me help you and then we might get like the montage of her like fixing him up again in this one mm -hmm. but no we're on we're on the bed <laughs> we you need a nice steady surface to do to do some stitches. That's all I'm saying. a lot of stitches. She had to like redo like probably three or four stitches or something. At least a couple. Yeah, it was a, it was a decent little section. So like I'm thinking two to four. Mm -hmm. oh. It shows so much that he trusts her on the bed. That they're both comfortable on the bed. He yeah. like his position is very relaxed. He's leaned they, over. They both are. You know, she's not. She's just, not awkward. She's, she's like cross leg on the bed. Yeah, like it's very relax and even though he's looking away from her it's still like very open at least in like this moment like if they were an actual couple in canon at this point like this is the kind of body language they would still have mm -hmm. you know yeah. what i mean yeah at mm -hmm. ease with each other yes right for sure yeah i agree i'm thinking now it reminds me of like yeah my head how my husband and i are comfortable like that mm -hmm. mm, that's amazing <laughs> already can't get over it oh <laughs> so good so she's snipping, and now we see Kieran's face, and he's contemplative. Oh, you can tell he's contemplating. Pensive, yeah. if you will. Pensive. <laughs> yeah, very thoughtful, yeah. There we go. Match made in heaven. Both have pensive eyes. <laughs> oh, and now she reaches out, and she touches and <laughs> puts her hand on the scar on his Emily, shoulder. Emily, we got the caress. We got the, oh, we got the caress. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> and like, look at it. When she says, what about this one? Her hand is full on on his shoulder. Full that is on. a full, that is a she's, full on She's leaned in close. Like this yeah. is very, yeah, intimate. Like, is he feeling her breath like That's on his back? Maybe. Yes. yes. <laughs> like here, her hair could like be like touching his back and stuff if she just leans mm -hmm. in a little bit more. Like they are okay. close. Yeah. And it's she's like, very, very intimate. I can feel like if she's like it doesn't say she's whispering, but I feel like her voice is like very soft in this moment, like because this is a very like close, like intimate scene, like you know they're like you know like intimacy in that they're you know being very vulnerable around each other and they're like yeah, the closeness, probably right? like more like even under her breath, just. <laughs> Well, now that we're speculating about her hair touching his back, is he feeling her breath on his back, her warm breath? I think so. <laughs> Emily, I when you her. first said, I'm not going to lie, when you first said breath, I thought you said breasts, and I was like, her That's breath. That's what I thought. I thought you said that. You didn't say that. I heard breath. Oh, no, breath. <laughs> I heard breath. Oh, I, 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 got breath. Oh, I mean, her breath could also be on his back. You know what? I'll, t I'll take that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> But what it's an amazing advancement oh, and it's so good for yeah. Lauren and it's good for Kieran that Lauren feels comfortable to do that and that Kieran isn't jumping away or anything. He's just sitting there. Oh, accepting oh, the love. I just thought of something as well. Like, so she was just stitching him, right? Which stitches suck as she knows, like back when he gave her stitches back yeah, in her. 37 or 38, whenever that was great set of episodes, iconic, love them. But so she just like hurt him, even though he probably hasn't been reacting because this man can tolerate so much through it all a couple stitches is like nothing yeah so but still mm -hmm. she feels like in a way like she just had to like put him through something and now she's kind of like touching him like and I feel like that's kind of like you know a reassuring thing as well like you know like some more he like a healing touch therapy yeah yeah in a way like you know like or like not even an apology but just kind of like you know 
it's done now like mm-hmm. you you good like I don't know that's just nice a little check-in yeah mm-hmm. and he answers and he stammers only a little bit which is Kieran stammering is already you know if we went from like completely obfuscating distracting you know sarcastic and now he's not only you know not mm-hmm. freezing and not you know he's actually answering her and he's even being a little hesitant he's like ah I gave that one to myself, which just shows you he's so they're, they've come so far in their emotional mm-hmm. openness to each other. It's amazing to see. Just good stuff. Yeah, and she stops for a second, and then she has she's already taken her hand off of his shoulder, and she it looks like she's like withdrawing it again, like she was thinking about putting it back on, and she like takes away, but then. He grabs her hand and he puts it on his shoulder again. And she's got such a shocked face. Ah! That like that sequence of panels is just amazing. Like the way the touch, like her touch goes from very gentle, you know, on his shoulder, and then she like she turns to, you know, move her hand, and then it goes from like gentle to urgent, and he just grabs her hand back and like puts it back on his shoulder. I love it so much. Because like like we've said, they're not in a relationship at this point. And so she realizes like, yes, there was that moment where she touched it, but they're Mm -hmm. not at that point yet. Like it's, it would just be a little weird for it to continue to linger there. They're not at that point. And so I think she's like, you know, like, oh, okay. It's been here for a couple of seconds. Let's pull it back. And you can see in that top panel, it's almost like her, her fingertips are like tracing the top of Mm -hmm. the scar. It's like, she's curling her fingers back and it's tracing it. Mm. and she's pulling her hand back and he grabs it I also I just love the fact that like he says I gave that one to myself and she in her mind is probably like oh this is kind of like a sensitive topic I don't really want to push him so that's why she's pulling back but then him taking her on and putting it on there is kind of him saying no I want to tell you talk about it like I want you here to hear this yeah (laughs) because she definitely wasn't expecting that from him because he already answered about the other scars and everything was you know tortured and yeah. like flagellation and so I'm sure she thought like oh yeah what 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 did what happened what were you doing where this guy happened mm-hmm. big old square on your shoulder mm-hmm. so I think she was just really shocked at what he said oh, that's amazing and like and then the next panel we see Kieran oh god so intense the poor boy you see his face and I I mean again I have to give him so much credit he looks determined to tell her like he's yeah. like, I'm gonna share this with Get someone and it. I deserve it. Like I usually, you know, he just puts himself down. He's like, I don't deserve to have love, I don't deserve to have affection. But when someone reaches out, when Kieran's reaching out and saying, I wanna tell you, and mm-hmm. you know, hear me, like put your hand on me. I want your affection, I want your closeness, that shows that he has just enough self respect and self love to know that he deserves it and that he's worthy of of love. Well, it also makes me wonder, has he shared this with anybody else? Like maybe Bella but not in such a vulnerable intimate way like does she know the story of his scar and how he took it off like does anybody else know this has he told anybody else this information well Well, Raphael seemed to know it right yeah he told the apostle so I feel like it's pretty well known even if other people know it because they know the story but has he shared Right, right. Yeah. Bella also that. knows about the protectee, right? So she's like, mm-hmm. the reason why you're you were in the organization in the first place is long gone, right? So why are you still here? Like, so 
you know, she does know on some level. I'd like to think that he might have shared it or like she might have found out in some way, but he's never like been this like open to talking about it. And then especially to Lauren, who he doesn't really he's never done this with Lauren before, right? They've become closer, but he's never really told her much about his past other than like what she can hear from lies or like vague details until the past couple episodes really. So yeah, there's definitely a sense of him kind of forcing himself to be open because she's also been very open with him. She he, he knows like a lot of what's been going on with her. Not everything, obviously, but a lot. So I think this is kind of a way of him repaying that. Right. Last time in the cave, she shared with him and she opened up to him. And now it's his turn. And we also see closer to the end of the episode, like he feels like he witnessed like an extreme vulnerability of hers that yeah. he feels mm-hmm. like he should not have seen. So I think it's kind of an unconscious thing, but I think he's trying to almost mm-hmm. level the playing field a little bit between them. Like, oh shit, I saw something I was not supposed to see. So like, I'm going to kind of open up a little bit yeah. here too. Mm-hmm. That was what I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and you know what? We didn't even thirst over him at all. Look at us. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad we got most of that out in the last episode because yeah, it was the thirst very was difficult to do that in this episode. Right. It was not for that, but just yeah. know I was there, like in spirit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, we do. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think. Laugh, yeah, like with the way the last episode went, I definitely thought there might be maybe a little bit of spice maybe but then even when I just saw the episode name like gnarly gill I was like mm-hmm. it's the opposite I, I thought <laughs> yeah. that it was gonna be I thought it was gonna jump into a little bit more lightheartedness yeah. bantery something exactly, yeah. and get into the deep stuff but man we were just in deep shit this entire episode <laughs> there was yeah no. I don't know. for last episode. All the thirteen. No, there was no sexy banter. There was no eyes up here, detective. Mm-hmm. I yeah. no. There is. There is not even a hint. I know. I, I, I had about... the vibe. Oh, you go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I wasn't here for last week's episode, but like for me, I was like, okay. For me, it felt like last week's was like you know getting a lot of more of the lighter stuff out of the way and kind of making way for the the heaviness of this episode because even in the last one when he pulls off his shirt she notices the scar on his shoulder so mm. that kind of is again like you know visual storytelling of her like noticing it and then that's going to mean it's going to be brought up another time so like yeah. for me I was like okay this is probably going to be a bit more of a a vulnerable situation next time maybe we'll learn some things we did but god did it hurt me so <laughs> There you go. It hurts so bad. Yes, yeah, so let's, good. let's let's get into it. We okay. we have now his flashback, and man, it is rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's got whatever. I mean, I have a hard time saying it, but whatever. That's how it is. Uh, so we see Kieran. Uh, I I I'm really having a hard time like seeing what I'm just seeing because it's like so horrifying. Um, I thought it was not Kieran, by the way. I thought it was because he's. A little bit of like the art is a little inconsistent. Um, yeah. So I thought it, this kid looks really little. Um, and I, I thought it was like his little brother. And I was like, oh, it's confirmed his little brother. And I thought mm-hmm. that the next panel where he's being held down by two people, I thought that was like Kieran because he looked older there. But anyway, um, that is Kieran. And he is being held down by two men. And they're like, stop moving, you little brat. And he's... <laughs> struggling and there's this iron in the edge of the picture you guys see all the runes there's all the runes on the wall in the back. that he drew that we yeah, saw that him drawing. drawing 
Yeah. So we know that he's drawing those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's in, you know, he's barefoot. He has this plain white handsome shirt, prison y kind of thing in a cell. And we just see... wonder how long have they been there? Sorry. But like, how long do you think they were held in between like capture and this? I was wondering yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It makes me know. wonder too, because I feel like do you think they were he was using the runes as some kind of like passage of time? Mm. Interesting. Maybe that's a good idea. I like that idea. I don't know. I feel like it represents maybe something he saw that he just needed to like reinforce in his brain. Like um I, I watched a couple documentaries about like kidnapping victims and how they escaped. And a lot of the times they're like, I need to remember every little detail about the mm-hmm. things that I can notice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, for me, it's like something he's trying to like make sure he doesn't forget reinforcing it. Mm. But yeah. that, that's just me. I don't know if that's fact. That's I can see I that too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know, like, since we know he was taken by accident, they must have realized right away that this is not, this is not the child they wanted. Right. So I don't, I mean, we find out a little bit like what he's been doing after being branded, but I don't, I'm not sure how long yeah how long it was until you know they were i think we we can uh once we get to those panels but i think we get a time jump in a little bit yeah Yeah. so now we see the brand which is red hot has x on it and we see the 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 uh, 10th apostle and he says cannot set you free now he's holding the brand and behind him you see a shadowed younger figure or looks like a smaller figure with um, his legs are in chains, he's also being restrained by a person, and obviously, you know, Most why is he shadowed? Why don't we get to see his hair color? Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> and he says, "Might as well put you to use." And Kieran is being held by those two men. Ugh, I, can't, I literally can't look at it. It's like it's oh. whatever. Um. And yeah, we hear, we don't see him being branded, but we hear like the scream and the smoke. Uh, it's really, really bad. Um, yeah, and the, the the younger kid is, looks like he's trying to reach towards him. Like his legs are kind of like running towards him as much as he can. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything to say besides for like, it's horrible. It, it like I don't know this just sent me there like whenever I think of branding I think of like you know transatlantic slavery and it just like seeing oh, stuff like that again it just reminds me that this used to happen to people not too long ago and it like messes yeah. me up like ugh mm-hmm. it's so horrible mm. so horrible but yeah it does make me wonder on the timing like at one point did they decide to do that because um we jump to the next panel and that's where I think we have a big time jump yeah mm-hmm. yeah Right, so we see two children. Um, we can guess it's Kieran and the protectee, and they are on the their their hands are tied up to this pole. Again, the situation is looking very barren, like very grim cement blocks, stained. Um, the floor is gross, Dungeon-y. and they both have yeah, and they're both hooded, which I think is important for the plot. Actually, I want to talk about when we do this mm-hmm. speculation. And we hear people talking. They say they've killed the tenth while trying to escape. Just like good, <laughs> at least some. Oh. Great, we got something <laughs> good out of this episode. Yeah. And they say almost made it out of the underworld. We caught them in a dead end. So obviously, like you know, we we know that Kieran is very capable, and this is you know he's showing it really young. 
Yeah. And they almost made it out there. They almost they almost escaped and they didn't. Oh. And now we hear we we see their I guess Kieran is looking through the cloth and we hear this the person who was being uh, talked to. So you're telling me the tenth was using them as slaves the whole time? Why wasn't I made aware of this? Okay. So that's what makes me think there's a big time jump here. Because yeah. also in the photo big. where we see them tied up, a little bigger. I mean, maybe it's our thing too, but Kieran looks significantly bigger. Mm-hmm. He looks like a taller, older mm-hmm. guy, like, you know, more of a young. Yeah. 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 When in the, in the picture, when we saw him as a street artist, he already looked like 14 ish over there and he somehow became much younger here, but whatever. We'll, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I feel like we still don't really know the accuracy of. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's an art thing or I, I don't know. I I'm think just at this point it's art because if it was, if he was, we assume he was picked up by the ATSC around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're saying like maybe, maybe he wasn't like, I mean, maybe he wasn't, but said maybe he was let out like maybe he was younger when he was well that's the thing it's like if did they let him out and then you know the person that was like why are you always drawing karen and he said don't lose this that makes it like that line sounds like a post-captured karen why would he be saying that also we know for a fact that because i think so confirmed this back when that episode first came out 54 that he was around 16 when during that scene where he's like, humanity can be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And oh, he was 17. Oh, that he's 16 there? Yeah, this is back, way back, um, if I remember correctly. Because um, huh. I was obsessed with that panel and that episode. And I remember discussing it with people. My memory might not be correct, but I think it is. And I just remember being like, wow, that was him like one year before he does his first murder as the Purple mm-hmm. Hyacinth, which I oh, assumed right. was Chandler. Yeah, so, so that's him post pre-becoming PH. Post being kidnapped and turning into a slave, but somewhere in the middle where he's getting some kind of reprieve before he's fully. Maybe it takes place after this scene where he gets his deal with whoever, because I assume that the person asking about it could be the protectee. We don't know. Him working for them might get him perks finally. Mm. Ah. I don't pretend to understand these things. That, honestly his timeline is the most confusing thing about this yeah time. it's so hard to follow i need a i need a clear timeline <laughs> reddit get on it <laughs> <sighs> yeah um so yeah so this so we have a lot to talk about in terms of the people well let's i guess let's finish the panels and then we'll yeah yeah <laughs> and the other person says oh they weren't the only ones but they're the only ones who survived Whoa, how many people did you have? What the yeah, heck like, wrong with you? Woo. So Ethan is quickly becoming my least favorite character. Glad he's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. And I wonder if we're gonna get to know the identity of 10 or if it'll just be like 10. You know, will it be a person? Since I mean, he's already dead. I don't know if right. Maybe we'll know. show the escape like in detail in a future episode and we can see because I assume they'll probably take off the mask when like after they kill him or before never know yeah i'm hoping we get a big reveal like on who all the apostles are so since they said they weren't the only ones and they're the only ones who who survived mindy do you think that's part of the reason why they have the 
coverings on their head, do you think they're kind of throwing us like a kind of red herring thing where like there's actually two different children that could be well, what you're in? <laughs> like there originally was one and now there's another. Oh, interesting. Huh. I think it's possible. I, I mean, I've always been like on the of the opinion that the two kids kidnapped may not even be Kieran and Dylan. <laughs> like, because... Oh. It, it could still know. not be, like, even though this seems to confirm it, but it could still not be. Right, I, I, especially I, the, the, yeah. the thought process later really does seem to confirm it. But I don't know, it's never, it's not like 100% explicit. It's just very, very, very heavily implied. <laughs> so <laughs> to me, it's like, right, like, you know, if you don't find the body, you don't know the person's dead for sure. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> also, I just feel like, like I can't trust Soap and F with anything now. They just like to fuck with us. So yeah. even if they give oh, us 99% yeah. of the puzzle, I'm like, you're going to fuck with us with the mm-hmm. one last piece. And it's going to yeah, be nothing is ever like impossible in this world. <laughs> I, I think it's, I mean, I think like, like everything in the story is pointing to this kid being Dylan and like them being kidnapped at ATSD. But I think you have to leave a little bit of room for the possibility that maybe they yeah. are, are oh, for sure. leading us along. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like I, you can theorize all you want, but the only people who know how it's going to end uh, know what we know because they see how we react. Right. So, <laughs> plus, yeah, part of the fun is having your theories be wrong every every week. You're oh, like, oh, every wrong. every week they're so wrong every <laughs> week. I'm like, yep, that was completely. And there's also like 136 episodes to remember, and you're like, I feel like a character said something, or do we know? <laughs> like, does this character know this about this other character? And I know. To, like, well, now that we've gotten all this information, I'm like. God, do I need to do another reread or do I just wait? Uh, what I was thinking. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what does Kira know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we have so yeah. many more clues now we can pick up on stuff. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So I do want to do some speculation, but let's finish the panels. And the, the mm-hmm. other guy continues, which we'll find out is four, continues. Most of the people you've allied yourself with are far from recommendable. You should keep a much closer eye on them if you don't want any more surprises. And the person he's talking to says, I certainly will. And now four says, what are we going to do with these two? Want me to get rid of them? We can't risk releasing them. And the other one says, indeed, we can't. And they're coming closer. And he says, the damage is done. And now the other guy who is four says, okay, when do you want, when do you want to speculate about the other guy? Do you want to speculate about him now or after we finish this? because I think we'll, we'll have what to talk about more with with four and what he the deal he uh, so are we under the assumption assumption that this is four and the leader that are chatting it's definitely four because yeah. four comes into the cell the leader okay so give your guesses who thinks it's the leader I mean it I sounds it's- like it's the leader because the fourth is telling him like you've aligned yourself with exactly. these people it has to be somebody important enough that they're mm-hmm. the one making the alliances yeah. He's warning yeah. him, so I feel like it needs to be the leader, but again, yeah, there's no one else we know in between the apostles and the leader other than other apostles. So that's what yeah, I thought. I, I, I think like it was just... less like I thought it was another apostle. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think it makes most it, it seems to be talking about the leader. Yeah. And I mean four is telling like telling who we think is the leader, like you need to keep a much closer eye on them if you don't if you don't want more surprises. And I feel like that's and uh, the apostle telling the leader, like trying to give him some advice, maybe. <laughs> on advice he didn't take clearly because he's got red clothes to do with now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And, you know, this this lion is clearly intended to make this person, probably the leader, more sympathetic, right? Because he's like, oh, my God, I didn't know they were being used as slaves. Mm-hmm. And his subsequent, but I mean, so he sounds like innocent. But then he lets Four say, like, he's going to train him as a spy and not, like, release them. I'm like, okay, uh, leader, if you're moral, no, you would release them. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I, mean, I that was an interesting balance. Like, he seems to have a little bit of a moral compass left since you know he's disgusted at children being turned into slaves and it reminded me of like i think there was a previous line where the organization started out with good intentions and i feel like this was maybe a a case where the leader he had good intentions and then he was like someone is having like a child slave ring right under my nose and i didn't even realize it and then yeah and then he makes a decision to keep the kids like he's not gonna just return them to their parents like a really more yeah. <laughs> or wherever they came from but he's like no you can train him as a spy sure let's keep him you know for the leader it's active. very much the ends justifies the means so even though yes we're supposed yeah. to sympathize with him like you know we're supposed to be sympathizing with, with him with whatever happened in the you know past in that flashback with what happened with mm-hmm. the um oh gosh what is it the print shop mm-hmm. i mean i think we're just kind of assuming somebody really important to him that he loved died yeah then and i i mean it's i think he does feel for kieran in a way even though obviously he does nothing to correct it and mm-hmm. put him on this path of basically ruining his entire life he says this is a man we turned his life upside down yeah and so even though he he does nothing to correct it i think he is kind of like oh shit my bad yeah and if he does have a little like sympathy for kieran you know that they did turn his life upside down kieran maybe having a little bit of freedom you know Mm. like post capture makes more sense if he's like he's still under the supervision or like the watchful eye of the leader but the leader's like i'll give you a little bit of freedom now as like what as like a gift to like turning your life and making it awful now <laughs> i for me i think that the decision to keep them is more of like well it's either we kill them or we keep them and then so it's sort of like an investment that they've already made might as well use what they have no need to waste anything like i don't know that's like the vibe i get i don't really feel like there's enough care there i think it's more he understands that like if you keep beating someone down like they're going to want to bite back. So maybe be, like from now on, they try to maybe use an approach that would be a bit more potentially securing by using the blackmail and all mm-hmm. that. So because, yeah, they're not like, oh, we'll like give him stuff and be merciful. No, they're they're giving him an impossible choice after this. And mm-hmm. I don't, I think it's very much might as well use what we have in a bad situation and use as in make this child become a murderer for us and do all these things that he would definitely not ever do if not for the fact that we have his friend that we can torture if he does nothing well it's interesting because the leader isn't the one saying these things it's apostle four he's the one saying well this guy looks like i could shape it into something pretty pretty decent for the organization the leader Mm -hmm. isn't going like hey you think we could turn these kids into assassins instead of just murdering them you think they could do us some good or there's the one going I can shape this guy. He can. We can put this one to use. And so, mm-hmm. but the leader's the one him. who greenlights it. He's the one like, yeah, that sounds good. Like, you yeah, know, he's like, yeah, 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 that's good. But what's really interesting, I feel like now that we're getting on this track of saying like, oh, giving him some freedom, because the fourth says a little bit later on, he goes, 
I've trained spies before, make him strong, stealthy, invincible, but his training must be entirely done under my supervision. That makes me think that he went to go, oh, but this is so difficult because does he know the fourth's identity if he was trained this entire time? Like, did he go live with Apostle mm. 4? Oh, did Apostle 4 take no. him somewhere else? Because no, I then think... they would have gone for four as the easiest one to figure out their identity because Kieran would have potentially yeah, yeah. known the most about him in the beginning. But no, they picked exactly. seven. Exactly. Because... But I mean, this isn't mm-hmm. like a boot camp military, like two month training program. Like he probably trained Kieran for a <laughs> long time. Life. Yeah. The, re- the reason I think that line was put in was to further sympathize in the, the leader, meaning if four is, we know that four treated Kieran horribly, right? For during his training. Mm-hmm. So basically I think this is a line telling us, oh, the leader was unaware of how bad it was for Kieran. I think it's because whoever mm-hmm. the leader is, oh, we're going to want to have sympathy for him. So I think that this is just Sophan F trying to shelter the leader from too many horrible decisions. So we don't hate him. Okay. But, to- mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there, but my mind is now also thinking Kieran did a lot of his training with Bella. They were like an assassin boot camp or whatever it was. And like, where was this taking place? Was this guy training both of them? The underworld. Was- we see that's a huge area mm-hmm. underground. I'm just so curious. Like, did Apostle 4 go up to Apostle 7, Redcliffe, and be like, hey, man, I hear you got some pretty stealthy killers in your circus. You want to mm-hmm. help train my new guy? Yeah. Like, I- mm-hmm. Before we discuss that, do you want to, I just want to speculate, did this section give you any more information about who you think the leader is? I don't know about the leader, but I definitely have an idea of who Apostle 4 is. That comes later, doesn't it? Okay, Okay, but also, like, yes, later in that panel with the eye, we could discuss that, but even look at his outfit. Did anybody notice that really looks like a military or police uniform? Like Mm -hmm. it's blue, it's got the nice boots. Like this could easily be somebody in the military or APD. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because Stefan was in the the, uh, APD, he would know a lot about disciplining people and training them and And training spies. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's read through the panels. I mean, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he um this guy right wearing those military pants or blue pants very tight fitting comes down he's like let's face it our other options are either keeping them here forever or killing them this one he looks he's got potential he looks sickly but he's fast and agile and you see kieran like going back like he's retreating from him i just noticed like the Mm -hmm. the movement he's like withdrawing or is he just or is he fighting he's like struggling against the restraints maybe okay i guess that could be too and he picks up his his sleeve and he says he compensates for his lack of skill with his wit, will and quick thinking. Took several guards down by himself. I can train him. And he's like talking about like these merchandise, which is disgusting. Literally. <laughs> yep, literally. And he pulls back the sleeve and you see the brand on him. And he says, I've trained spies before, made him make him strong, stealthy, invincible. But his training must be entirely under my supervision. And now I didn't understand this. What's this wreck? Did he hit him? Did what what was going on there? What? I what's this I wreck? He hit him? Yeah, it looks like Kieran's getting hit by something on his shoulder. What is it? Like he got smacked? I, Maybe I don't it's know. a cane. Hmm. 
I was confused about that too because it doesn't really make sense in the transition because he doesn't have the hood on. Right. right? The next the scene next is like one. looks like it's the later. Yeah. yeah, the next scene is different lighting. But and yeah, that was not. Like, I mean, that says whack, right? Yeah, whack, whack, whack. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, no one else. I was like hoping for you know someone would just. Yeah, I don't. It. I'm not sure. Mm. Only so much we could work off of. <laughs> yeah. So then the next scene, it looks like there's a bit of a time time jump, and they're in the cell again, and we have oof like stab this knife is thrown into the cell and we see a fossil four standing outside with the mask and the, the hood and the mirror and the cape and he says you've got two choices use this knife to end your life or use this knife to work for us and you see kieran is just oh. he looks very small here again he's somehow like gone shrunk in size um and he is just on the floor <sighs> and starving <laughs> i don't know but he's just awful shape. And I mean, he isn't like, he isn't even like sitting up to hear him, right? He's so, whether it's like forlorn or hopeless or defeated or hungry or weak or sick, I don't know what he is, right? All those, like any of the, any of all those things, he's just on the floor. He isn't even moving to like attune his ear. And we see the knife and he says, choose the first option and both of you will die. Meaning, if he kills himself, then his the, the other guy will kid will also get right. killed. Choose the latter, and both of you get to live. Resist the decision, and your friend will be flogged until you make the choice. Uh, Go fuck yourself, poor. Oh, <laughs> this just goes to sorry. show you that he was never given a choice. This isn't a real choice. Mm-mm. None. He gave him three choices, and none of them are a real choice. Yeah, like it, it makes me think back to when Bella is talking to Kieran. She's like, and he's like, we didn't, did, like, did I ever have a choice? And she's like, there's always a choice. You could have. Fuck you, <laughs> Bella! Fuck yeah. you! It was not a choice. Now that, ugh. She makes me so mad sometimes, but that, that just really makes me mad now, her saying that. I'm like, girlfriend, I don't want to compare traumas here, but you had it easy compared to Kieran, <laughs> comparatively. Like, yeah, no. No, no, sweetheart. This was not a choice at all. Yeah, and maybe you could say the later after the protectee, which is like why she didn't know why he was still doing no, it. No, because yeah. Kieran was thrown a gun and had not a gun, a knife, and had to make an impossible choice. And Bella reached for the knife as a present with a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. They could right. not be more different. Yeah. <laughs> they could yeah. not be more different. Also, Bella wasn't really being blackmailed into anything. She liked the power that they gave her so they never really needed to have anything over her to make her do what they wanted they like no, and uh, she, right she gave willingly her murdered the only relative that she had the only person that could possibly even try to blackmail her with she <laughs> wanted them gone anyways yeah mm. yeah no, so yeah i think that it's just like she's looking at it from her life experiences and he's looking at it from him his life experiences and like why it wasn't really a choice in the first place because right. he had someone else's life in his hands not his own i feel like if it was just him he might have even just killed himself yeah. right then and there right so. mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not i think he would like, have by the way yeah like i don't put it past him to go for that i don't know anybody in that situation who could like even think about doing that so like you know being it like trapped like that that might be your only out that you ever get 
Mm. I mean, you just never know until you put in that situation. You don't know mm. if you're going to be desperate enough to off yourself or desperate enough to be like, yeah, I'll become your killing machine because the will to live is so strong, mm. you know, or hoping that at being trained as a killer, you can find some way out and escape at some point. Mm. Mm. It's an impossible choice. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario. Right. So now we see a bit of a, a small amount, probably a time skip, and we see a plate on the floor with rats eating out of it. And now we see Kieran, he's now sitting, his back is against the wall. He is, you know, looking all scratched up. His clothes are like tatters and barefoot again, and the knife is, you know, right in front of him. It looks like he's looking at the knife and thinking about his choice and contemplating and now we see the Apostle Four has returned. She comes back and he says, have you made your choice, boy? We see, you know, through Kieran's perspective, looking at him. And His eyes Kieran, look so dead. His eyes look so dead there. They're not even blue. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's so sad. And he looks up and he starts moving. He gets up. And I bet I noticed that the anatomy drawing was really good in that so particular good. one when he's getting up. I feel up, like it's really hard good. to draw crouching. Like that's a mm. hard position. Oh, yeah, for draw. sure. Yeah. I also really like the lighting that's kind of coming behind it. Like mm -hmm. it's very it's much out, the, it's like outlining a sleeve. It's glowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and in a way, like that lighting throughout this entire scene is kind of like he's in this terrible situation. It's dark and dirty and awful. And he has to do this awful thing. But there's still this like light behind him and I don't know that just kind of makes it feel like he's got a, a resolve in him to like not yeah. not yeah, he's got some hope him. you know yeah. he's got he's got a little bit of hope yeah mm -hmm. like he's also, made like he's made the decision and what we see is like he he makes his own I mean he still chooses one of the decisions they gave him but like in his own way he accepts it mm. Mm -hmm. I think also it could be framing him as like he's the the pure one, right? He's wearing white yes. and the light is shining on him. Mm -hmm. So despite the decision he's making, he's doing it out of the best of his heart. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So he walks towards the knife, picks it up, tears off his sleeve where we see the brand on his shoulder, throws it on the floor. It kind of looks like it's burning as it falls down. I think that was like a nice effect they did. And he puts the knife First, just puts it against his his brand, and then you see the apostle reflected in it. Really, mm -hmm. like nice framing. So, and so then, sad. yeah, and then you just slash, and you see only the reaction in Apostle Spore's eyes, and you see the blood on his pupils. <laughs> I forgot which one, but you see his eyes are blue. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, guys, <laughs> this is the theory time. Who do we know that could? Train spies be in the right age range for the time period ten years ago, and have blue eyes. <laughs> the one thing holding me back from being like, of course, it's Stefan, is just the fact that Stefan is very much like maintaining status quo of society. Like his son can't be friends with someone who's poor or someone who destroyed their reputation he has to marry this other lady is that a red herring though i mean is that just it what he's be. saying but not actually meaning because there's something mm. else going on like is huh. he trying to just protect his 
kids from being involved in, I don't know. Good who job. Else, who else could it be, though? I can't think of any. It can't be. For this eye color, it can't be. Dokken. Dokken. Large. Can't be Tristan. No. Can't be Tristan. It Sorry, can't Herman. Be not Herman. It's okay. not Herman. We know it's not Redcliffe because this is Apostle 4, not 7. Mm-hmm. Redcliffe has green eyes, yeah. if I remember correctly. Really? I thought he has blue eyes. I mean, yeah, someone blue older. Oh, yeah, he's got an card look in his face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his yeah. eyes are blue. So, like, who else in the... And it can't be Raphael because we know Raphael's the messenger. Okay. It would be too... Like, he wouldn't he's have... too young. He wouldn't be yeah, too, he would he would too, too young. young because, I mean, at that point, he's the he, like, ran away, you know, to the train station. Yeah. And so he wouldn't immediately be like, oh, I can train him to be an invincible killer. Like, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. So, I mean, unless it's somebody new or somebody we're really missing, I don't know who this could be. We're not thinking not even Lady A. Lady A has, like, gold eyes, I think. <laughs> Sorry. We're not thinking about women either. Which is like, because we don't hear voices, obviously, when we read. But like, let's see some female apostles. Let's see some bitches, actually. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like to see some bitches, but just based off of the anatomy of him, like right. the, that person crouching in that uniform, it looked very male to me. Yeah, so. it did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let me let me have my hope that we get like you know. Like I really don't know who else it could be. Yeah. I mean, and I'm also, you know that you. Stefan is the spy master, so I'm like, does that mean he's good enough, obviously, to have trained previous spies? Like, that's just kind of the dead giveaway to me right now. Yeah. I love if he were <laughs> four and his son is like, I, I can't be in your life anymore that you want from me. I am gone. And then they join the same freaking organization. organization. <laughs> He's like his coworker. He's like his coworker's assistant. <laughs> Does he not know? He must know. I guess what not. I don't wild. think so. Like it's not Ben. Is he that good of a spy master if he doesn't know that his own son <laughs> is? That would just be like I'm with you. Like I, I'm with you, Bundan. Like I, it could be him, but like what we know about his character so far, I just don't. I don't know if I necessarily see him in the organization. And then when Raphael ran away, it almost felt like what, like he was rebelling against his dad in a way. But then if he was rebelling and then they end up in the same organization, like wouldn't they run into each other? I don't know. Well, I I also want to, I want to figure out how to, how to square it with his role in the cabinet and as Mm -hmm. a spy master for the Royals. Like, is he double crossing them? Is he spying for them? you know, with for the PS within the chamber, like within the council. Like, yeah, a double quadruple spy. <laughs> like what's his motivation? What does he want? Why is he in wherever uh, okay, he is? Am I making this up or is he the one that said that the ATST wasn't gonna happen at the train station? He wanted forces <gasps> at Alice. No, they got a letter. Didn't oh, there was letter? Some, yeah. No, yeah. And he was the head of police at the time, right? And yeah, he, that was like a point of contention between huh. him and I'm also, right? I'm also curious about um if I don't know if this is involved in any way, but the snitch, the person who like ratted out the mm-hmm. dragon to the royals in those like letters, like But didn't that person mm-hmm. ask for money? He had money. Uh, I mean, like what else can you ask for to make it believable? Like it's a throw it's a it throw you off. 
in my mind, it's like, what else would people want? Of course they want money. Like I lost more, yeah. insert X amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like, but then I why guess. would he be part of the PS afterwards? I feel like the snitch would be someone who wouldn't join the PS after, unless he's so yeah. good at hiding that he snitched. Keep tabs on his son. <laughs> but uh, he, he's four, right? He's one of the original, like, what is it, 12? It was 12 apostles originally. We know one and two were the Sinclairs. Mm-hmm. We don't know three. We know four is this guy. And he's also, like, what is it? Isn't he the head of, like, spies and torture or something? Like... I feel like we got his role, their role, I don't know, like back when they had that big meeting with all the other apostles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Like assassination I'm, or espionage saying, or something? What if, what right, if he's yeah, in so. charge of sending Raphael away and making him a part of? Hmm. So it's all a cover. Like, make it this whole thing where, like, Raphael has to leave and do you think but then Raphael seems like he still has a ton of daddy issues I don't know how good of an actor he is yeah he's got a ton of daddy issues but I don't know I just like would 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 he stay in the organization if he found out his dad was an apostle I don't think Raphael knows yeah I don't think think Raphael knows about his dad but I feel like Devin might know about Raphael Oh my god. There's just so many confusing things about I need like I need another yeah. corkboard with like red string. Oh my god, no, I need that meme where it's like the red string and the corkboard. Like I maybe I it is time. it's always that like, meme, yes. Maybe it is time for a reread because now I'm like, I need to go back and remember everything this guy did. <laughs> and and it can't be Mr. Line I'm line. like, okay, so all the male characters within this age range, like do who we eyes? remember yeah, who have blue eyes got Mr. Rosenthal. I can't oh. imagine he was just like a flower shop owner. I can't imagine oh. him being like able know. to train spies. People have been holding on to hope that that man has something bigger than. I'm what he still was. holding on to the like. I'm like he's in this somehow. The man <laughs> then why would they? Why would they kidnap his son? Like <laughs> why would they keep his son? I don't know. The man is sus. That's all I gotta say. I think he March is my most sus that. still. March is definitely involved. I could see oh, March is definitely too. involved somehow, but he yeah. doesn't have blue eyes. So who no. else could this be unless they're introducing no. I mean I still think new... I still think March is the leader. So I'm like squaring him away to be leader person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still convinced leader has a peg leg. I don't know why. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I that is a hill I will die on until proven otherwise. So but yeah. wait, wait, if we scroll up, we see some of right? They like, peg so, leg. No, four doesn't peg leg. Four has legs. Right. Yeah, four has legs. We go. Yeah, they're blurry. The leader, though. Oh, yeah, they're blurry. Too blurry. Can, uh, yeah. I don't I mean yeah. the person over there looks like they have two regular legs, but whatever well anyway, maybe the leader is mr rosenthal and he has a peg leg after because he got injured in the explosion <laughs> he got blown up i don't know I feel, like, I feel like the way i feel the way i feel about apostle four is now the way i feel about the uh, protectee i'm like it's gotta be dylan it's gotta be steven otherwise no other character we've been introduced to like fits mm-hmm. into the box of who it could be and so they have to just be those people or give us completely new characters like i don't know yeah i, I like, agree i feel like at this point i i don't know how many new characters they'd be able to introduce that they can make compelling yeah. enough that we could care enough about at this point in the story so mm-hmm. i Except doubt for, uh, albion obviously oh the albion's <laughs> gonna come back mindy i just know it 
You better. I asked her on a stream. I was like, I'll be on back. And she said, and then I sent you that comment, Mindy. She's like, oh, I made him like cool looking enough that he could be his own MC. And (laughs) so I'm like, okay, I'll be on maybe the leader in Seb's next webtoon. Dear God, please. Like, thank you. Yes, please. But I do think that Lauren is going to go interrogate everybody at the theater with March. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we may, might see him again. Ooh. I can't wait to have Lauren around for these things. That's the one thing. It's like people are talking about things that would absolve them. And I'm like, Lauren's not in the room to let me know if it's a lie or not. I know. Right, exactly. <laughs> we need like, Lauren back. Kevin will talk to March and March talks about like, yeah, awful, all these things. that are, I'm like, and it's red. Mm. Yeah, but we'll see, Mindy. We may there is hope yet. Okay, we could get out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So back to um, non funny things. So basically, Kieran has slashed off his brand, which I was wondering, like, how deep down does that brand go? Like, how many layers of tissue does he have to cut off? Mm, I was actually because my medical brain, I was like. The BS is not paying for him to have a skin transplant, so it had to be pretty decently shallow, actually. Yeah. Because if it was too deep, it wouldn't have healed over, it would have gone infected, he'd need a skin graft. So epidermis, pretty... maybe like just the top layer of the skin. Yeah, it was pretty superficial. Okay. Yeah. Like you know it you know how it is, like everybody's fallen and scraped the complete top of their knee off, you know, where it's like red and raw, but it's oh, uh-huh. over. Yeah. I think it was that, you know pretty superficial it'll still bleed a lot though but it did bleed a lot yeah it'll bleed a lot but I don't think it's as deep as we think it is Mm. still though and now I'm wondering with the branding part I mean not that I want to find out but like how how yeah how deep does the branding go I I don't know I guess we don't have personal experience so but yeah it's the blood is dripping down his arm and the the Clearly, the you know apostle horror is shocked at at this behavior, at this ability to be completely stoic and do that to himself, mm-hmm. and throws a knife down on the floor and says, "I'll do what you want me to do. I will work for you, but you will never make me become one of you." How much did this child have to go through? At, because he's still a teenager at this point to be able to just stand there and cut off a layer of his skin. And not scream. And not even blink. Yeah. He was probably doing it, like, not blinking, staring at that guy's mm-hmm. eyes the whole time. Just Yeah. I mean, we don't know what he was subjected to as a child. As a slave. Well, and that's what I'm saying. We don't know how long he was a slave, and we don't know what they had to do as slaves. Yeah, and we what only we know that he was trained to be the PH under the supervision mm-hmm. of Apostle 4, and his first kill was at 17. But, like, from 14 to when he killed apostle 10 mm-hmm. what was he doing like what was he subjected to obviously I mean, yeah, it was the blogging, blogging, right? but yeah mm-hmm. yeah his expression is yeah he's he looks dead but determined but more dead i think <laughs> that's he's also he been dominant blogged, like when he's older too right yeah he's definitely been so. blogged, like after after he's killed apostle mm-hmm. Right, he looks pretty old in those those flashbacks. Some of those flashbacks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. So yeah, the fact that Kieran, you know, I've always said consistently a billion times over that Kieran is 
a good person inside and it must be like an extremely sensitive person. And here you see how immediately his frame of mind is, I am not going to be a bad person. I'm not going to be evil. I am not going to be a horrible person like you guys, mm -hmm. which that's important to him. It just shows you like the most important thing to him is not his survival and not comfort or whatever, but we're like, he's not begging them to like, oh, you know, give him favors or something. He just is concerned about being a moral person. He's a lover, not a fighter. He wants to maintain his humanity. That's like one of the main things that he loves about people and everything like that. And he's not going to let them take that one right. thing away from him. Right. And like why he keeps sketching too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, he's just, that's just who he is. Like he was a street painter. Like he was a painter. He was an artistic, sensitive. Oh, yeah. Like it's a specific type of person that does that especially for a living mm. well that's the other thing right it's like i don't know you know obviously like children only started going to school fairly recently um and our heartless is placed in you know time zone we don't know but like did he have to support himself like does he is he an orphan like or was i mean he that's just... another big question too we don't know if he's an orphan or not it kind of makes it sound like he is if he was 14 mm. and not in school Mm -hmm. how to support himself only knew how to paint it could be like a bella situation where he's forced to work instead like how she was forced to sell matches so mm -hmm. right we don't i mean this also could be before you know primary education became compulsory for children because that is very very recent in history but like mm -hmm. I, yeah. I get the feeling that it's that it's more of like a orphan support himself situation no, yeah, I think so too, because um, depending on the orphanage, depending on the orphanage, um, like in some countries, like sometimes they kick you out at 12 or 14 or 16, like there's a specific age where it's like, if you don't get adopted, they basically go, well, you're on your own. Mm. So they might have just turned him out, you know, at a certain age. And that's how he learned how to support himself. Mm -hmm. right. And we know that, you know, just even from, from hearing people talk about it, that they didn't really have orphanages, um, at least not in Great Chapel, right? Maybe in other places they did, but that kids are not being taken care of, right? That's what like Dawkins was fighting for, and and mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we go back to the present, and Kieran has just flashed through all this in his mind, right? His memories of how he acquired that scar, and he's still holding um to Lauren on his arm. <laughs> Uh, he's just his eyes are shrouded and he's just mm -hmm. bitter and he opens his mouth and you can see he's and then he closes it and you can see he's i think he wanted to tell her more yeah um, but then yeah. He, he only says i gave that one to myself i refused to bear the mark one of them put on me at some point i got rid of it that's all and he lets let's go over hand so to me i think he was gonna tell her more and then he chose not mm -hmm. to yeah, he was he was thinking about it. That he was opening his mouth and the previous stuttering, like he's like, being select, very selective of how much information. Mm -hmm. And it's I such think, a heavy silence too that I wonder, like, how long was he thinking about this in his head before he, you know, told Lauren what he what he was thinking, or just a little bit about it. Yeah, and I I think that his hesitation, like the reason why he doesn't go deeper, leads into this the next scenes that we see with him, where mm. he doesn't want her, like like you said, he doesn't want pity, but I don't think he also he doesn't want her to kind of see him as good in a way. Like he doesn't mm. 
he knows that he's had to do horrible things and he has resigned. He's not looking for an excuse from her. Yeah, exactly. He, and also he doesn't think he deserves any sort of like sympathy from anybody for what he's done or had to do in the past. I think he's just like, you know, I, yeah, like, because getting that from anybody will kind of just mess with this whole persona that he's come up with for himself to get through like his work and what he's had to do for the past 10 years you know so yeah I think he is not ready to go that to be that open in front of her but he would he wishes he could be yeah he wants to he definitely wants to yeah but he wasn't ready I mean we don't even know the last time that he thought about this trauma and so obviously that trauma was triggered for him and when you're reliving it you you know yeah I mean they're becoming like more closer and more intimate but they still have so far to go (laughs) yeah because she didn't hug him oh my gosh yeah so i feel like hugging him would have been weird hugging him would have been like not that that would have been like jumping ahead of like where i think they are at emotionally i don't know a part of me thinks that but also he was literally going in to hug her which caused the stitch to pop and that was Mm -hmm. just over her crying about kim and kim is gonna be fine <laughs> and yeah, he like, talked about how he sliced his own flesh off and has flagellation <laughs> scars and all this stuff. Like, I think a hug would have been appropriate. Yeah. And I, mean, he did hugs, I think I think he is beginning to feel a lot more comfortable with her, and now he's mm-hmm. realizing it and he's like gonna pull back. I don't think she has gotten to that point yet. Where no, 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 no. The- she burrowed her head into his neck last mm-hmm. episode or whatever it was. <laughs> In the hospital, she was in the hospital. I don't know. It's it's mm-hmm. that that that's an external thing. Like with that, I don't know. It, I don't know. The slow burn mandates that it must. We must not get everything. I mean, he did hug her. He hugged her at the carnival. I mean, granted, she did think she was a child again, but he still gave her like a very heartfelt hug and was like patting her back and patting her head and everything. He didn't so know. I, what else I to feel do like that either. Yeah. I feel like they are at the point for another heartfelt hug i don't know i, I think, think that she all... didn't hug him because she didn't want like he was obviously tensing up clamming up mm-hmm. becoming cryptic mm-hmm. you know if he had i don't know been a little bit more open started crying i mean not that he would have at that point but you know what i'm just saying if he had been like a little bit more open i could see her like going in for that hug but since mm-hmm. he kind of clammed up Mm-hmm. and he had previously said in the last episode yeah, like I don't want your pity I don't need your pity I think she's restraining herself like I he think she wanted he would to. be the hug as the pity yeah. yeah I can see that yeah 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 you're right that part yeah when he's like I don't want your pity whatever whatever and she's kind of like trying to avoid hitting any of um like those sensitive points I could see that yeah you're right yeah. That's yeah. only a fine. I'm going to accept that because I was mad at Lauren last night. But yeah, you're right. He says, like, I got rid of it. That's all. And he lets go of her hand. And then he, he closes the conversation effectively by saying, thank you for the stitches. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then she wasn't going to be like, ah, oh, come here. You know, <laughs> like it was it was ended. He shut it down. It's so interesting because like I realized just now, like I was about to go explain why Lauren isn't hugging him. And I was like, wait a second, Mindy, you're saying that because I'm not like such a hugger. I'm like very comfortable with Yoel, but with everyone else, I don't really like express physical affection. And I have to force myself to like hug my friends or my kids. And mm-hmm. so that's what my head, I just saw Lauren as being like, oh, Lauren's uncomfortable with physical affection. I was like, Mindy, mm-hmm. like, you're uncomfortable with physical affection. Oh my God. You're like totally rejecting. <laughs> Mindy, that is so spot on because yeah, I'm very similar. I am not a touchy-feely person with anybody but my husband, but then with my husband, oh. like, 
touch is our thing. Like yeah. touch is my love language with him, but not with other people. Like it's, Oh it's no, I'm a hard to find thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. And it's, it's like, it's just, that's just my thing. I've just never been touchy feely with friends mm-hmm. or and like other people in my family. Even it's like, we just mm-hmm. hug when we greet and all of that. Other that it's like, uh-huh. stay, and stay six feet away from me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's so funny. Cause I realize I've been thinking that way about Lauren for the whole comic I'm like oh Lauren's you know distant Lauren's emotionally you know a little bit emotionally stifled and like she's very controlled and I just realized like I've been interpreting her through how I how I am yeah. projecting. <laughs> like, wow. and also she's I mean Lauren is not a touchy-feely person either Kim is the touchy-feely one that's like constantly mm-hmm. throwing her arm around her and hugging her and squishing her face and slapping her butt yeah. and doing all this stuff like Lauren doesn't do those things Lauren is a very like pretty reserved mm-hmm. person when it comes to stuff especially like touch mm. right I think I mean she does like she who hugs her first Will hugs her right in the recent hug it was Will who initiated it I'm trying I to, I was she, trying to cool. in the alley when he's like I don't want to be the last one from our memories I'm pretty sure Lauren is the one who initiates yeah. that hug um, right, so I was trying to go, go back and be like wait wait am I like totally misreading her and I'm trying to remember all the times that she was actually you know physically demonstrative I couldn't remember. I think she's a little bit more physically affectionate with Will because she grew up with. Yeah, like they're closer, I think. Yeah. Will is like a brother to her. Mm -hmm. I feel like she'd be like like that with Kim too, but Kim is just, you know, the one to always do it because that's just how Kim is. I feel like Lauren would definitely like obviously reach out to hug Kim if like, you know, if Kim weren't the one barreling towards her yeah, first. Yeah, no, Kim always is there first. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've never seen her like hug, you know, well, no, she has hugged on the roof. Oh. Yeah, Tristan <laughs> hugged her like. Off that's the... after the factory art. I feel like everything has been like very extreme circumstances. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, we get a hug after she almost dies in a factory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wait, didn't he like hug her like when she got when she got the picture of Tim's sake? Like back in like twenty something, her uncle like sees her murder board and like he hugs her and she like kind of holds him at arms like she's like you should go to bed old man or something like that oh she kind of like... pushes him away she's like yeah okay you know. oh, yeah. that's more because that. she's well. like having a mental breakdown about her parents car being with being there with tim's sake in it and all that she's like mm-hmm. ah, you need to focus on that can of worms oh so long ago. i remember reading it now it's like forever ago <laughs> that's what i'm saying we have all this new info now i need to do an- another mm-hmm. reread. it's time for this another it's so it takes forever <laughs> You can We're do it in a couple of days. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot of episodes. Ooh, can I, can we cut off for a second? My phone is about to die and I want to get my charger so I can plug it in. Okay, so that, now we have the cave episode is over. Oh, we didn't mention, Lauren does look very sympathetic, by the way. She's, She's tearing too, up. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, like, look at her right eyeball compared to the panel right above where he says, thank you for the stitches. Like, mm-hmm. it's cloudy. It looks like yeah. there's... She I, feel like she's Lauren, I feel like she's intuitive enough to know that there's more to the story than Kieran just told her. So oh, she absolutely. just oh, gave her like sure. the bare minimum and she's like, there's more, there's more to this like memory that he just had. She's already such a good detective. Like she yeah. knows for, she can read between the lines. Yeah. So yeah. she knows like there's, there's something else. There's more trauma to this story. Yeah. So now we have a few panels. We have um, just interiors of Kieran's uh, beautiful house, which I've always loved. My house is 
his bathroom is so cute I know he has such a eye for a interior design I, know. <laughs> I, I do too by the way and I'm flattered to say like my living room and it reflects mm-hmm. a lot of his like his living Style. room aesthetic so basically we're twins <laughs> also in, another, in another universe he's an artist and an interior designer an interior designer yeah, yeah. right an like, artist, artist makes a lot of sense he's a creative person yeah got an mm-hmm. eye for like creative. color textures <laughs> The, 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 I've said all along, Kieran's my ideal webtoon husband because he reads, and now he's also an artist and interior designer. Hello, we even have the same taste um, in houses. Hello, right? Also, I would like to point out in the next couple panels, get you a man that does his skincare routine. Right? <laughs> oh my god, that is just a cherry on top. This man, it is on the clock. It says it is six thirty in the morning. That means these fuckers were up all night it's long. Oh, it's six thirty. I know. Yeah, don't like trust the priority. I must wash the face. I have. To to wash my face like that it took me years to get my husband to wash his face more than just like in the shower okay and now I never even tried like he has the whole routine like I finally got him on like a whole skincare routine (laughs) I just got my husband to start using actual face wash instead of a bar of soap Okay, and, and he still won't even he won't even moisturize. Still, he doesn't moisturize. He'll use. Oh, the men like I don't moisturize. Mm-hmm. Like they'll use the same bar of soap for like their whole body. I'm like, yeah. you put that on no, your no. Put that on the worst face. thing is when they got the shampoo can conditioner mix that they can also use uh, the, the, the two in one. Yeah, the, the two, two, two in one, one five in one. one. No, I feel like Kieran is like bougie enough that he would have like his moisturizer and his SPF and his face. Mm-hmm. Is this is not peach related, yeah. but ladies, my tip for you to try to get your significant others into skincare, whatever yeah. you don't use, just put the bottles on their side mm-hmm. and say, Oh, try it out. Yeah, start now. It will take because I'm constantly I'm addicted to skincare. I actually went to esthetician school when I was working as a travel nurse in California, so I did Uh that on the side. And so I'm constantly buying stuff all the time, especially because I get a discount. And so I would just try stuff, and if it didn't work out for me, um, because my skin's very sensitive, and so I would be like, "Hey, you use it," and I'd put it on his side, and he'd be like, "This stuff's really good," and he'd run out and he'd ask, and he'd be like, "Can I get some more of that?" uh, (laughs) uh, I think it was a serum. You got you yeah. to use this. Is this a retinol? <laughs> oh yeah, no. My he's on a whole like ten step Korean skincare routine. My husband's oh, amazing, so beautiful. Yeah, but and then I started. I got him on SPF because he gets uh, sunspots really bad mm. already. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you're too young for this. We gotta, we gotta stop. Yeah. Anyway, no, everyone, everyone listening out there, yeah, everybody listening, get your care. husband, whoever, partner, everybody now, and it'll take you still a year. Now. Yeah. yeah start now and maybe in a year they'll start you know washing their face properly <laughs> and not use a 10 in one i'm not a 10 in one not the bar of soap that's for their whole body like irish spring oh god yeah get them the oh, moisturize the dial soap <laughs> anyways i'm sure kieran has very fancy soap because yeah. the bathroom is beautiful yeah I, I always thought like when I first saw this I was like wow he bought this apartment with all this nice setup and he was like nice I will change nothing <laughs> I don't know I, I didn't see him like wanting to take the time to like Aww. redesign the bathroom I it think is. he just bought it like this or rents it like this I think he wanted because he grew up in a freaking concrete jail cell I think mm-hmm. he wants to have like 
He's so like some intuitive and artistic. I could totally see him being like, I want this color couch. I want this rug. Mm-hmm. I want it cozy. I want it all to go together. Like, I feel and like he has that. like that, like the bookshelf yeah. he has. I mean, I think that's like his, I mean, it's yeah. do I think he picked yeah. out the bathroom tile? No, but I do think that as far as the general decor, like the general aesthetic, yeah, I, I could see him having right. like, that, that, that I can see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Just making it cozy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he is hovering uh, over the sink and watching as we see his face. And we are finally privy to his thoughts. Uh, how Have we seen his inner thoughts before? Yeah. Uh, when Lauren was hypnotized. Yeah. Right. It's just very it's rare bit. that we get like a full on like here in POV. Mm. This is a long, long, long. 54, when he talks, when we uh, see his room with the drawings and stuff for the first time, we see his inner thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. But this is definitely the longest. When you do get a Kieran POV. Mm -hmm. Like, it was delightful. Like Christmas, got a Kieran POV. Yay. Basically. I think, isn't he, am I wrong? Is he the only other person we get a POV of? I think we've got Will's POV, maybe Kim's. I think we've gotten Kim's before. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten Will's own, like, when he, he, like, woke up and he had the picture of the three of them as kids and he has flashback to when he saw the train station stuff, uh, him at the piano, him thinking about his brother. We've had, we've had the main four, I think. And okay. then some of... I feel like, like it's just been very brief, though. Like, just a couple thought bubbles, not, mm-hmm. not all that. Yeah, this, like, half an episode, basically. Yes. Um, I do not even remember those. I'm, gonna, like, racking my brains. <laughs> so and he's thinking to himself what am i doing i've let her get closer to me than anyone else slash into his face it's wrong it's dangerous and the perspective is beautiful and then he's like oh, it's his hair up are you looking at those hands mindy no i was looking at his hair at this time <laughs> <laughs> but yes and generally his hand but you know the truth is like i was really like we were talking about earlier I was too busy being concerned for him to like lust after him. I know. Episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even yeah. though he was like naked the whole time, I would, didn't think about that. And I, I was noticing that. I was like, last time we were like, you know, he was. Oh my God. We were horny bitches. That's episode. episode was. I mean, Kieran was shirtless half of it. And like, we didn't even talk about it. That's how shirtless it all of it. He has no yeah. shirt on this entire time. Oh yeah. I mean, he's still shirtless and it's like. <laughs> He's like splashing water on his face, being all sexy, and we're like, his emotional state. Oh lord! <laughs> well, that's yeah. good though. That just shows that like they're very good at getting mm-hmm. us like emotionally invested and like understanding like the tone yeah. of the scene. Like yeah. it's not just like, oh, let me take off my shirt and show you my scars. Like no, this is him. Like kind of again, I think him being sh- shirtless also adds to the vulnerability of his thoughts a bit. Mm-hmm. Good visual yeah. storytelling. Mm-hmm. It is. It's not just fan service. It's part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Porcano <Yeah>. los dos. <laughs> yeah, he says it's selfish and entirely my fault. And then he looks up. We get glimpses of his like beautiful, beautiful blue oh, eyes. Amazing. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, great eyebrows. I don't think I've ever like mm-hmm. appreciated his eyebrows before. Oh my god, he has the great, best great eyebrows. They're so they're like so thick, but. In a good way. Mm. <laughs> yes. He takes care of himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or he's just born beautiful. He's just, I think he's, he's just born with it. Maybe yeah. it's his traumatic past. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
pop and save. And with everything going on right now, we don't need any more distractions. But I think he means I don't need any more distractions. Because <laughs> like, what do you mean we don't need any more distractions? You, you're like oh, the we is it us. It takes two to like, tango. Mm-hmm. I know. I posted in Discord. I was like, bro. You're the one making jokes about five minute quickie sessions in the archives. What I you are the distracted. one like he, and he constantly I mean I said it last episode, he constantly brings up at any given moment that he is her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he brings it up even when you don't need to He'll bring it probably up. Probably <laughs> bring it up next episode. He's like, Oh yeah. yeah, like this is all out the window. Like he's I'm like distractions. Joke. Okay, you're the one like being the fake boyfriend. <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. And then he says, he continues, and we, what are we seeing? Is this his side? Yeah, yeah his like side. Yeah, he's, um, he's hunched over and he's grabbing his, he's crossing his left arm over to his right shoulder. Like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's kind of hunched. Yeah. It's, yeah, it just looks a little bit weird because he's like very slightly hunched over. So it's like angling his shoulder forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, fine. I'll just accept it because I have no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> And, but something just always makes me want to be around her. There you are in love. <laughs> it's called L O V E. I know. He's so so clicking in his brain finally. He's not years. clicking in his brain. That's the problem. He like describes very accurately, he, like very descriptively what he's feeling. And he's like, I don't know what it is. The man's <laughs> never like, been in love before. He doesn't know. He's got he all the no pieces. Idea. He just doesn't know the words. Yeah. He's like, what is this basic human emotion? That, this is not computing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does you're it mean when stomach. you have, like, butterflies in your stomach when you're around somebody? Aww. <laughs> what does that mean? Cute. So adorable. And he thinks back to, he's like, her bravery. And he thinks back to when she is in the factory, saying we still have eight minutes left to go into the vents. Her kindness. He thinks back to when she was uh, wrapping up his bandages. Her warmth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last night, the literal warmth of this morning. On his, but also, like, uh, you know, and like him holding the like the wound. It's like she's like, trying to it's like he her touch, feel her touch. touch. Yeah, it's like, like he gets her touch there. Touch. Yeah, like yes. keep her touch there, and maybe like have that imprint over you know the trauma of what the wound was. And now, like in her, a way, her warmth can heal over his oh. scar. Yeah. Oh. It's so amazing. It makes it easier. He says, she made me feel human again. And now we flash back to when he's thanking her in the factory. And he says, I wanted to tell you that. Not in the factory, sorry, in his house. That I'm thankful for you too. You, I've become a better person because of you. All of this, life makes a little bit more sense since I've met you. (laughs) That's just his roundabout way of saying I love you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he doesn't know yeah. the words. Mm-hmm. Can we also just point out the fact that both of them have said identically in their brain, what am I doing? I've let them <laughs> in. And Lauren just goes, huh, I guess I let him in. He's been really caring. <laughs> Let's think about Dylan. <laughs> and then he goes into a traumatic downward spiral. Right. Thinking about Aww. how much he loves her. So you can really see the two are not in the same mental space as like, and as far as their feelings right now. But Lauren will get there. We just got to yeah, get Lauren getting, getting there. Yeah, yeah. Getting there. Um, we were talking about this in the server last night, where someone was like, 
uh, I don't think he, um, Kieran will be the one to make the first moves. That'll have to be like Lauren, I think. And I was like, yeah, I agree. My my personal headcanon that I've had for literal years that Kieran is not going to make any sort of like physical advances towards her because of like, no, you know, but she will, trauma. Mm. but she will. And he'll be like, um, 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 and she'll be like, and then like, and then he'll be like, ah, and then they, they talk or like, maybe they just go straight to that. the, you know. But I, I would like for them to kind of let it all out, or at least let part of it out where they kind of realize they're on the same page about everything and how they feel. No, she's going to initiate. Like, she's yeah, gonna, just like her touching the scar, like, she's going to initiate the first kiss, face, caress, whatever. And he's going to lean into it for a second, but then try to, like, deny himself. And Lauren's going to be like, um... No, you're not. Like, Some of my favorite yeah. fan art that I've seen on random places like Instagram and stuff is like where she's shoving him up the archives wall and just going for it. And I'm like, oh, Hontori. Hontori makes the best art. Oh, yes, Hontori. Oh my God. Hello. Have you been accepted to her 18 plus Twitter? Mindy, I've tried. I've asked like three times. She won't accept me. Oh. I have zero followers, probably. I just made it. Tw- I don't even have a Twitter. I just made a Twitter because you told me to. Yeah. Ask okay. So, so tell, she's probably like, you're, she probably thinks I'm a robot or something. So show her all the podcast episodes. Show her you're a diehard PH fan. Uh. And be like, okay, girl, you people. Can you just be everywhere. bad and like screenshot the stuff and send it to no. me? Just, she know. doesn't. She doesn't let. She. You have to. No. You have to be a okay. follower. But yes, everyone out there, if you want 18 plus, amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right now, Tori, if you're listening, please accept me. (laughs) I'll message you two together, like you guys just. Oh, can you do that? Yes. I think you need to like introduce me as a real person and not like a Russian bot. Okay, so send me your Twitter after. after Okay, I will. I follow. I think I followed you. I don't know. I'll double check. But yes, no, that's my favorite. Like spicier that I see is like Lauren, Mm -hmm. basically shoving him against the archives wall and just being like. Mm, like so she has out. the 18 plus version of it on her 18 plus account. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I know what it's, I'm doing yeah. right after this podcast. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, um, he takes his towel. By the way, I, I can't. I love this man's part. Okay, my husband is a is a lovely guy, but he's very messy. And like, just the fact that Kieran is like so neat and organized and everything. I bet you that towel is clean and like smells fresh. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just love it. I'm so appreciative of that. Kieran is like a well-groomed. Well, I also think that person. just because of the way that he grew up, like we know that he enjoys nice things and nice clothes mm-hmm. and he has the money to do it. And it's like, you got to give yourself life's little pleasures when you can't have yeah anything else but that right so it's also a way of him to be able to control something in his life and his exactly, environment to be yeah. how he wants it right because like mm-hmm. a clean house you know a lot of people don't really think about that but for him he grew up in filth mm-hmm. for a lot of his life so for him to be able to maintain a clean mm-hmm. and orderly house probably have a nice part of clothes that. yeah, yeah. Of, like control mm-hmm. his image with his clothing like these are all things that he can control mm-hmm, mm-hmm so yeah grabs a towel wipes his face and he thinks come on karen you know better than that nothing can and nothing ever will erase what i did i lost my right to forgiveness years ago oh he's looking down with those like stunning cerulean eyes so i know right do we think is he is he just talking about 
the protectee and what happened to the protectee or is this the just accumulation of I think the murders that he did I think it's yeah I I love I will not love I hate this but it's just the fact that he's like I lost my right to get forgiveness years ago implying he's thinking about like you know his entire life but of all the things he could think about he thinks specifically about when she called him a monster and like and it, uh, that obviously leans into like what he ends up sit- thinking after this but then I also think that's something that he feels particularly guilty for given mm-hmm. how close they've become now and mm-hmm. how much he basically instantly regretted it the mm-hmm. moment after it happened mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah, says, yeah to I, the point I only proves her right her. yeah exactly yep he acted but, yeah I acted like a monster mm. I wonder if they're going to talk about it ever. I, I would I like, like for them to. I feel like they have to talk about, I mean, before they even get, I don't know, before they get even closer, maybe more physically intimate, I think they'll talk about it. I wonder, because the way that they relate now, you it, look, it definitely feels like they've moved past it. Like she's like, maybe not. I don't, I don't, know. I think, I don't think he I, has moved past it. I don't think he yeah. has moved past what yeah. he's done. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have a sit down, full blown discussion and be like, so this is how you made me feel that day in the cave. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I don't think it's going to go like that, but I do think that it's going to go in the direction of they're getting closer. Something's getting a little more intimate. He's trying to push her away. I'm a monster. And she's saying, no, Kieran, you were never a monster. And yeah, I think it's going to come I'm up. sorry for what I said. You know, he'll try to say something like, but I acted that way towards you and I'm sorry. You know, I think it'll be like a little discussion like that. I don't think they're going to sit down and it's going to come up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he says, as he says, I only prove her right. You see, you know, he looks himself in the mirror and Kieran in the mirror is like this poor dude. He never sees himself normally in the mirror. Now he sees like, there's always blood. Yeah, so half of him is covered in blood and the other half like is just bruised up. He he looks so sad and guilty and like a little boy, like repentant. That's terrible. He reminds me also of Sean Shawnee 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 from Mulan. Oh Sean Shang. 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 Oh Shang. Yeah. Oh, with the bun. Yeah. Amazing character, right away. Oh my god, that no top. Yeah. Top and that's probably that's one of the top Disney movies for sure. That's one of the top Disney movies, and also like I mean, I love. I love Shang. Shang is hot. Like, well, I I have a lot to say about Shang, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but I feel like we have a side conversation. Just like I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I think that might have been like my sexual awakening. Shang, I don't know. Just like Shang was Shang. I have always I get it. been attracted to like Asian men. Always, mm. always, always. Ever since oh, I well, your husband's that movie, and I married one. Yeah. The only <laughs> other guys that really even dated were half Asian or Asian, and I married Asian guys. So oh, yeah. he doesn't have a bun though. That's unfortunate. So we're working. Hello. Maybe he'll work on it after he no, no, my husband's cute, but like he can't. He can't do it. He can't. No bun. No. <laughs> he can't do the bun. 
I, don't I mean, know. yeah, again, you got him to adopt a skincare routine. You can he's got the skincare routine. I'll leave it at that. And my husband works out every single day, so he's super fit. So I'm like, I can't complain. Like that was enough. <laughs> That's enough. Like I will, yeah. And he's got Kieran, he's got Kieran eyebrows, he's got super thick, dark black eyebrows. So I'm like, I will leave it. Yeah. The, the he, I think he's good looking. I see your Instagram. I think. Oh, my husband? No, my. I mean, I'm I'm biased, but like my husband is very good looking. I think he's super <laughs> handsome. He's only gotten more good looking because you know men they can age. <laughs> I hate that so much. Barely. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've gotten better looking with age. I I also dress better. I take care of myself much better. I work out a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like now that I'm older, yeah. when, I, when I was younger, I'm much happier. I think. You know. So mm-hmm. I think I I think I age better than when I was younger. <laughs> but anyway we could totally talk about things I, I have opinions about thing maybe we should just do a separate episode on like mulan uh, i will on on like disney men or disney yeah let's do that yeah because aladdin is number aladdin and shang were like my uh aladdin has my heart yeah, <laughs> aladdin was oh. my favorite one growing up like i just have something for like are you like, everyone listening yeah <laughs> Disney no episode. hair, no hair okay. on the chest, darker skin tone. I promise we're going to be purple hyacinth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So, okay, um, back to. Yeah, Kieran, who has his hair in a bun, who looks like Shang, um, is being very sad. He says, She loathed me in the beginning and should have continued to do so. Yet, he knows she doesn't. He's gripping the sink and his shaking, his arms are shaking, and he's remembering. Lying on the floor, and his eyes are opening, and he sees Lauren over him in the factory, and it's like whoa, 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 and it says, "Kieran, please wake up, please wake up, Kieran." And Lauren just looking so distressed, and she's like, "Please." And Kieran opens up his eyes to see that Lauren is begging for him, and that's her hair. That's her hair touching his face. (gasps) That's her hair touching his face. Did we? We didn't see this eye panel last time. Yeah, we we did. Yeah, Yeah. we did. Yeah, that's old. Mm -hmm. Okay, beautiful. I don't remember the hair part. Uh, hmm, fine. I just, yeah. Uh, it just makes me so sad to see him be like, I shouldn't, like, she shouldn't hate me. I shouldn't be, yeah. like, trying to encourage us. He's like, but I just, she just makes me feel so much better. I feel so much better around her. She makes me a better person. I'm just like, it's like the thing I, I wrote in the server last night about, like, him being a moth. Yeah, wait. Oh, yes. Okay, I saved it. One second. It was so good. Oh, it was so good. I was like half asleep reading it, Bundan. I was like, this is so good. Okay, here. I I literally wrote here, Bundan, awesome comments. Okay, whatever. But here, I will will stop the black burn in the background so you can see that I should, how I labeled it. (laughs) Here. Uh, I took it back a little bit. Like Lovely. Here. Oh, you actually like you actually uh, copied it. Oh my yeah, god, you have can. a whole doc. Yeah. It's, oh, it says London <laughs> awesome document. Awesome, whatever. Here. That's amazing. But anyway, that's what it said. <laughs> so, oh my god. All yeah, right, it's me... like he like he yeah, he's like a moth. He is he's like, you know, a creature of like, you know, the darkness and the night. And can I read it? Explain. It's right here. Oh, if you if you want, you can yeah. read it. Sure. Yeah, read it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Kieran is like a moth, resigned to the night and the darkness. And Lauren is like the flame he was drawn to, despite how he knows it could hurt him. He's had a flame like that before, and he knows the pain he experiences when he gets too close. He also knows that the beating of his wings can snuff out the flame in an instant if he's not careful. It's better for the both of them to avoid the flame entirely, but it's in his nature to be drawn to its warmth and light. Oh. That is so poetic. 
oh it was God. so traumatic I don't know that shit just that hit was... me and then and then people Beautiful. were like people were like oh it's like the fan art of like the hope fan art with the butterfly that mm-hmm. Soph did with Dylan and Laura yeah, and like flame yeah and I was like I forgot that existed but oh my god yeah. someone else pinged me about that today I was like bro I didn't I forgot about that yeah <laughs> you have another conscious. you have another comment which I guess we'll read in a second oh where so basically he he opened up the door right to his mm-hmm. his secret room which is also beautifully decorated except for mm-hmm. all the boxes <laughs> and crosses over and he looks at the painting the drawing that he did of Lauren on the wall and he says she stayed and he reaches out to the painting right he my favorite <laughs> panel go ahead you Emily you describe it you talk oh about. no it was just so beautiful I mean he like it's not, not even like he's hesitating he just full-on like reaches out to her face but then his fingers come away with you know the smudge of the charcoal which is really easy if that's what he you know has been using charcoal but then like with the blood and then it goes back oh, it's just oh. so poetic and cinematic and amazing it's <laughs> incredible yeah absolutely so, incredible. I had so many feelings about this one like him just kind of he can reach out and touch this one because you know it's not mm-hmm, actually exactly her, it's, it's a representation of her and he feels like he can like touch it you know and that mm-hmm. it's like he wishes that he could like you know be tender with her like that but the photo isn't looking at him like and I mean like I we don't know I mean his wall the walls are covered with his artwork but he also has a million boxes but he chose to keep Lauren up on a wall like in a very specific area and he's also looking at her like it's very eye level even. Mm. Yeah. What's well, that was the fir- that was the first one he drew of her. I don't yeah. know if he's drawn more, yeah. but that was the first one that he's done. Oh, actually, I think the first one is when he fr- when they're both like met for the first time. He had the, the sword to her throat because he has that drawing as well. Oh, that's right. That at mm-hmm. some point, I feel like he probably drew that pretty close, like pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. Encounter. But this is mm-hmm. like his the first solo drawing of her, and I I remember the exact panel it's for. It was when um, she was smiling after, after Harvey's death, and he was like offering to find who did it for her, and she just kind yeah. of smiled at him, and mm-hmm. she just it made him feel things that was like the first bit of him kind of experiencing like that warmth that he talked about it's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, boy. so good i mean it's so wild good. that even like even him touching just a sketch of lauren he still imagines that it's coming away with blood which is obviously mm-hmm. you know how he views himself and i think you know everybody is right what you all said earlier that lauren will be the first person to make a physical move when when they get to that stage because this mm-hmm. is still how he sees himself like he can't even touch a sketch without seeing you know traces of the his blood so, the blood on yeah. his hands exactly right so let and alone then, touch her touch her real face right or express any physical i want action. him to touch her real face i want so bad oh, touch your face touch your face <laughs> well when i saw this panel after just being like devastated like wrecked emotionally my dumbass read it in like a spiritual sense that she like stayed and saved his soul oh, and his humanity oh. and then I asked on my reread I was like he was just talking about the factory <laughs> he's talking about literally she stayed and saved me from the fire but I would like to yeah. see it both ways yeah it can be both it, ways absolutely yeah I think yeah, it's I both agree. ways mm-hmm. she stayed and saved my humanity also yeah. just how, how sad is it that like him even just like 
being shocked that she would stay back and save him, right? Because he thanked her specifically in like 112, one of my favorite episodes, when he went to check in on her after she went yes. back home. And how he was, she was like, uh, thank you for checking in on me. He's like, thank you for taking, pulling me out of that fire. Like he fully just does not expect people to care about him, to give yeah. him any sort of concern, be like, you know, anything like that. And then Lauren well, literally- Well, who else like, in his life would do that? Exactly. Lauren would. Lauren would, Lauren did, and he is still floored by that because he's like, he, it's it's so sad to think that even after everything they went through and stuff, he still would have been like, yeah, she should, like, she would have left me in the fire. Like, no, of course she wouldn't leave you in the fire. She cares about you. And it's just mm-hmm. like, he doesn't see it. And it well, she forgave him so much faster than he forgave himself. Yeah, he or... hasn't forgiven himself. No, no, yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't. hasn't. I mean, in 93, she's like, come on, partner, let's shake on it. Put this behind us. And then everything that happened in the factory arc, everything that happened post-factory arc, like, she is over it as far as we, as far as we know. Mm-hmm. She has not thought about 43 since. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the last time she thought about it. Not since after they resolved it's been a while that he has like he just now thought about it again Mm -hmm. yeah also something i noticed i just remembered we don't see him seeing this blood on his hands until right after 43 in episode 45 Mm -hmm. one of my other favorite episodes that is the first time we see the blood on his hands thing in a way like that's like i mean i guess that's the first time we sort of see in his head i guess how he perceives himself but i feel like the guilt that he feels about Lauren specifically and all that is just like so big and fresh in his brain that it's kind of like the main thing that he thinks about now and it kind of just kind of like yeah I'm I'm a terrible human being about and I've done so many terrible things and I'm awful I can't even look my face in the mirror without remembering all the blood that I've spilled can't even get Mm -hmm. dirt on like get chocolate on my fingers without thinking about this blood and I'm just like well, I think because Lauren's the only person he's ever hurt that he sees again. Everyone else he hurts, they die. <laughs> They're gone, yeah. <laughs> They're dead. So I think he's not used to having to face them again, like on a pretty regular basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got a point. That's, that's a solid point. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, he takes his hand away, punches it, and, you know, we have another shot of him looking there at the, down at the painting and now he's remembering all their close interactions remembering <laughs> when in the factory when they hugged a new panel where he's looking at her waiting oh my god that was killing me <laughs> i was, was so hoping hot. that we would get that but after, i mean that episode was so far back i never I thought we were ever gonna get any additional like i really wanted his point of view Mm-hmm. when all of that was going on like him just looking at lauren and taking care of her so the fact that we got this is like christmas Ugh. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, amazing and him hugging her at the circus oh and now he's sneaking back to the circus and he thinks i felt like witnessing something i never should have she wouldn't have wanted me to and he she's screaming he's dead and we see his his concerned expression she always keeps it together, but in that moment, she was so vulnerable. It was painful to see her hurt so much, to see her so haunted. Oh, and she's you know, screaming, he's dead. And now he looks around and thinks again. And that night, and we, we've had this line before, and we see, you know, that panel, oh, right? Hmm? Yeah. 
and we see the the time when the sword is like the their first encounter when they he almost killed her and he thinks again on that night i don't know i didn't know why i hesitated huh so interesting before it says i don't know why i hesitated now it's like i didn't know why i hesitated now now it's like past tense of which makes me think like does he now does he know he has i thought he he knew just she made her feel human human right Mm -hmm. but that's afterwards how could that one yeah five point millisecond like glance at her make him feel human yeah that's what i the why why did i hesitate thing is the one of my biggest questions because so far we've gotten like i don't know why i hesitated like all that stuff but the prologue clearly said like whenever we see that scene like i don't know why but you hesitated had i known everything would have been different it's Mm -hmm. like there's something there he has seen her eyes before. He remembered mm. her eyes. Well, that he... was, well, I have a theory based on like the panels that it goes the flashbacks. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Well, let's. let's <laughs> okay. Read okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she asks him. This is when they're on the bridge, and she asks him, "Do you know what happened to them, or if there were others?" Right. He's talking about the kids in the car, and he right. says, "Oh yes, the kidnapped kids." You know, he has that uh, bitter expression. The tale is known within the phantom sight, which is the most weird way of wording things ever. As we <laughs> I mean, he's so going to avoid them, avoid those lies. Like, like as if he's doing the driving test, he has to be like, mm-hmm. I think he does weird, like, phrase things really weird sometimes, and I think it's to evade the lies, yeah. Yeah. And he says, they, and we have this, that shot, that beautiful shot on the bridge, they're dead. So, Emily, when when did you want to do your theorizing? I mean, so just ba- like based on that sequence of like the flashback. So first he goes into the on that night. I didn't know why I hesitated, and before it's all, it was usually I don't know why, but I didn't know why implies there's a reason now that he knows yeah. something now that he has pieced something together maybe. And then when he he immediately then goes into the flashback of her asking about the kidnapped kids. And then there was the previous flashback of her, you know, crying for someone saying, he's dead, he's dead as a child. I'm wondering now if like, the he's theory pieced that, it together. You know, yeah, it's like the theory that like, you know, he maybe saw Dylan and Lauren, you know, playing on the pier that day and, and you know, sketched them or painted them. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if now that is holding up. And now he's like, wait a minute, she, she's still... Like she's still certain, like she has this trauma based on losing a friend. And I wonder if now he's just piecing it together. Like, was it, was it Dylan? And did he also know Dylan, you know, when they were, if they, if he was also kidnapped? You just gave me an idea for what that painting could be. You know, that, that, that's the reason, reason, the next thing, right? Now he thinks, don't, remembering. The one that he's about to smash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Someone, someone saying, don't let them turn you into a monster. You aren't one. Kieran, please don't let them. Which sounds like the Pochak T, right? It sounds like the three mm-hmm, yeah. with him. It right. And he's looking at that, which looks like a mirror, but probably not a mirror. <laughs> the, the famous thing. The glare. Yeah, yeah, it's just the glare. Mm-hmm. He's looking at it. That one is completely eye height. Lauren's a little lower. That one is completely eye level. Yeah. And now we have like the most... Oh, the two the most stunning panels. Panels, yeah. How the heck did she draw so much emotion? Mm-hmm. 
You can see in that first one the way that his jaw is like kind of clenching. Does, yes. You can see that. that doesn't and his like eyes. That. It's like he's almost like it's like the furrowedness of his brow, the clenching of the jaw and the neck. And then he takes a breath and it's just like, oh, it's so good. And his lips are down to him. He's like, like this. His lips feel like his lips are trembling, like he's trying to hold back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you try to take a deep breath when you're on the verge of tears, but you feel like the, the tears in your throat, you feel it all mm-hmm. closed up, you feel your eyes begin to sting, you feel like the tension mm-hmm. in your like face and your head, and it's just, it's captured. It's like the light, and the light yes. coming through the window behind him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just realized that, like, remember I was talking about the light behind him earlier when yeah. he was a child and how that kind of shows, like, his purity. It, this light is so much more blue, and I think that's um, kind of, like, his sad, like, you know, uh, his, uh, like, he's just sad and upset about, like, the life that he's had to lead and all that stuff, and it's just... Mm-hmm. It, and then thinking about this person that he couldn't protect, because he's remember, he's thinking about Lauren and how her, her being close to him is dangerous for her. And then he looks at this picture, and it's presumably of, like, the person he cares about or something that happened in the past. And it's just reminding him of what he could lose mm-hmm. if he doesn't put some distance between them. Right. Yeah. And this next panel, I I literally, I, th- I think I, this is where I teared up by seeing this. I think I'll put my phone down again from here because he's clearly crying over here. Mm-hmm. This is the yeah. first time we've seen him cry. Yeah. He didn't cry when he like cut his thing off of his arm. He didn't cry <sighs> for being like tortured. At least maybe like the later torture. I'm assuming he, he he we've seen it parts of where he does cry like in flashbacks in previous episodes as a child. But yeah, this is the first time we see him cry as an adult. I think mm-hmm. he's the last of the main four we've seen cry, which sucks as we've seen Lauren Kim will now here in during that that just kind of shows like the strength of will he has over his own body where he can repress everything but this is all just building up too much now and he's becoming overwhelmed by just remembering things in his past and thinking about lauren and how much he 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 cares about her so much that he can't afford to see her in any sort of danger because of him but we know that possible Seven is about to use her against him again, mm-hmm. and I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be able to handle him realizing that he is going to be in this position again, and that someone he loves is going to be used to force him to do things that he wouldn't want to do. He'll do it definitely to save them, but it's like I don't mm-hmm. think I like seeing him in that position again might actually break him. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be absolutely yeah. brutal. I just. and the guilt just the guilt that he's gonna feel here he has so much guilt and he's gonna it's gonna add to it for sure Mm -hmm. yeah but he's gonna go into like attack mode he's he's gonna do everything he can to get her back or whatever happens to her and he won't even care about like what happens to him he just would like do anything to save her and i think that might lead to him exposing himself to like Kim and Will or Doc and Tristan or like doing something in the like I don't know he'd probably do anything it's to definitely yeah. I could see him doing something like much riskier than he normally yeah would. yeah yeah like before I don't think he would have hesitated you know to harm or kill someone if Lauren was in danger we've seen it but now I like really don't yeah. 
Yeah, but now it's like really he will not hesitate. If oh no, if Apostle if Redcliffe takes her, he's like fuck that shit. I'm going. Yeah, out. like I'm now it's really not. <laughs> oh, I just thought of something. So what? like Redcliffe is the one who's obviously gonna take her, right? What if instead of turning to one of them, one of those people, he might turn to Bella potentially because she knows Seven better than anybody, knows better about how his like faction works and stuff. He could potentially turn to her help with that which is how I'm, I'm I keep trying to think I keep thinking about Lauren and Neyra in the cave and Neyra saying he's dead how does Neyra get involved in this so I'm okay. trying to like find ways oh. to to see I how that would I work think out. Oh, my current theory is that Redcliffe is going to use Raphael to get Lauren mm -hmm. so I think Raphael is going to kidnap or you know do something with Lauren and then mm -hmm. Kieran is going to team up Oh. Sorry, sorry, I meant to mute myself. Oh. Um, so yeah, I think Kieran is gonna go to Bella and basically beg her because she owes him, right? Like she said, like, oh, I haven't forgotten that yeah. I owe you for something. So he's gonna call in that favor. Yeah. He's definitely gonna call That's in that favor point. and admit maybe that ties Mayra in somehow too with the whole scenario because point. Yeah, because he's going to go, like, oh, your ex-girlfriend is snooping around Redcliffe. Like, let's, you know, get some info. I don't know. It all ties in. It all ties in somehow. But yeah. that's what I think is going to happen. I think Raphael, I think the point of Raphael characters at this point is going to be he's going to be put in a really difficult position of following orders or realizing that the person that he has to go after or kidnap or do whatever with is his little brother's best friend. Yeah, his best mm -hmm. friend. And someone that he presumably knew too, growing up. That's a really good, yeah, that's a really good theory. Like that, like, it's just going to put him in a really difficult position and we're just going to have to see how he deals with that. Yeah. I had another theory too, by the way, for, I, I totally forgot to say it at the right place, but the, the guy who we all thought was the, was the leader, I thought maybe, what if he is Chandelier Man? And Tenderly Man was originally part of the, the PS. And then after that incident, sees like, oh, wow, this is what's going on. And he wants to get out. And he, Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, because then, you were that boy. Right. Yeah, you so were he's that hooded, boy. right? The, so he doesn't necessarily, and also like if he would have left, he doesn't necessarily know what happened to him. He just knows Apostle 4 like, was training this kid that he doesn't, whose face he never saw to be part of the, um, to be part of the, like a, the PS. And then, you know, so let's say when he grows up, the PS sends him to kill the chandelier man because at this point he's no longer supportive of the PS. And then he's like, whoa, you were that boy. And he tells him, don't lose your humanity. You know, don't let, let them make you who you are because he really isn't like a terrible person. So I, I don't know. That would I mean, be interesting. That would be interesting. Uh, I just thought he was the original apostle and left. Like maybe he was one of the people that went after him and the protectee or Dylan, whoever it was, when they escaped, you know, he could just be somebody that worked for... He, Maybe he was original, an original apostle, and then he I, left because he didn't want to... He could be, but also there's that whole thing, well, he's in a very rich house, so he could very well be an apostle, but there's a thing where he's like, they've got, they blackmailed you too. 
Yeah, so he says like, that. He says they yeah. blackmailed you too, which means they've been blackmailing him for a while, and then something got to a point where they were they just decided to kill him anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. he was maybe he was one of those apostles that was like a survivor right. of the print shop who was an original Snapdragon member, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like involved now, so he's kind of been forced to be a, uh, an apostle of the purple of the Phantom Sight. So then he's killed because remember there were originally twelve, and now there are seven. And they said some of them were assassinated. So um, imagine, and that's why they picked Kieran because Kieran could kill them themselves. Yeah, I think so. Mm. He I said think some so. of them killed themselves too, which is interesting. Mm. Yeah, but yeah <laughs> for, like I don't know, there's so many things. I don't know. But yeah, that that is a very interesting theory because yeah, you were that boy. Why would this guy know? Yeah, Maybe that implies like there's a past, like there's a past relationship there. I was gonna he say recognize him, but he didn't, he didn't know. know him though. He didn't recognize Kieran. I don't think Kieran recognized him. You don't. You don't get the sense Ooh. that Kieran feels any relationship with this guy. He's just like, I don't want to kill someone. Right. I don't Which know. I got the question. sense that he. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's just because he was crying because he didn't want to kill him. You definitely got the sense he didn't want to do it, but maybe right. he felt that way because he recognized him too. I don't know. I feel like it could go either way. Mm. That he knew him or didn't know him. But he knew Kieran. But he had to recognize Kieran. He, you know, it wasn't like he knows knows Kieran. He was like, no, oh, he just recognized, recognized yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a really good, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and we know it's not Robin Delaney. Yeah, because Delaney was killed like shortly after the explosion, right? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. maybe it was Robin Delaney, but yeah, he died pretty close after that whole thing. So maybe this was one of the the people who like kidnapped him, held him down when he had to get grounded. There's so many possibilities. We mm-hmm. saw something that he didn't, that he shouldn't have seen. Like I don't know, Phantom Sides. Like you know, they're gonna die anyways if they want them dead. Like Sandman said. So. I, I I watched watch Chandelier Man have like the most interesting backstory. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he definitely has something because why else would he be there? We still have so many, like we got so much information in this one, more than most, right? Yeah, like we got yeah. little sprinkles of tidbits. <laughs> this one, we got a lot of information, but still, <sighs> so many questions. So I was hoping yet. I was just hoping we'd at least like know who the protectee is or see the painting okay, so let's we finish the painting part so we can talk about it yeah oh yes yes, yes so he you know after that devastating expression where he's crying he runs over to the painting grabs it lifts it up above his head with this magnificent, magnificent That's shot. a good panel i oh one thing i'm pretty i don't know whether or not this was uh um a uh, mistake on Silk's part because in yes. fact there's no scars, no bandages. Oh yeah, there's no bandage. Yeah, there's yeah. No, but then in the though, next scene there is. But yeah, before and after that there is. And on the one hand, like okay, that could just be a mistake by Silk. But in a way, it's kind. It could be just kind of a more visceral, personal sort of thing. So maybe it's like I don't know him not having all those marks on his back, like him not physically bearing that trauma, and him sort of like lifting that up and looking like he's gonna throw it down is him kind of trying to get a catharsis out of it like not think mm. about that sort of thing I don't know but it's more likely a mistake but <laughs> so, 
Well, I'd it's like to think there's more than one reason. Yeah, what a great panel. I'm not gonna. I mean, the bandage would have kind of ruined the effect, so I'm yeah. fine with it the way that it is. Yeah, it's oh. it's amazing. It's a stunning. Yeah, what a great panel. Did y'all watch her on stream when she was yes. drawing this one? Yes. She I was really watching the stream very often. She was so frustrated. She could not get his hand right. Oh, Aww. it looks great. No, yeah, the one, the one really where she kept saying like, "I can't." She said that she kept picking up books or something to try to yeah. figure out like, "How do you pull? How do you pull the?" Thing. And then, yeah. and then everybody in the chat was like, "We're all randomly picking up stuff." Like, it was just really funny. She's like, "I cannot draw this today." Yeah. It looks good. Right. The the Soap's ability to draw the anatomy and muscles has increased like dramatically. Yeah, these back be, like, yeah, the back muscles no, are like anatomy is so hard. Oh my gosh. I don't yeah, know. when I when I did art in school, like I did art for two years in high school. My high school was very invested in like art stuff. So I had really great teachers and stuff. Drawing people was so hard, getting the proportions and everything correctly. And soap can just do a few lines and immediately have things like pretty spot on to how they should be I mean obviously she'll like like um undo and then redo and like all that to get it like as she wants it but mm-hmm. it's like her ability is just fantastic to like get the anatomy but also like again facial expression that man's face right there behind you Mindy like oh did, my god how, what reference did she use did she just think of that like I that no that's it that's a good point like did she just think of that did she copy it photo of the face like it's just incredible it's so cool to see how far she's she's come like from the beginning of the comic and then like if y'all read life like her first comic so far yeah which is it's very inspiring because you know a lot of us when we start out i don't you know it's like i don't know about you oh yeah you for sure it. i suck you know oh yeah, yeah. Drop it. Just yeah. keep at it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was like so afraid that he would bust this painting. We would never, we're never see gonna it. see it. That's what I was thinking. Like he's gonna bust it. We're never gonna see it. This is yeah. Oh, luckily, yeah. luckily, this is another fake out, but a good one. Because he's holding it and he's grasping it. Oh my god, it's so sad. He's Why shaking. Did he has the take. He's like, oh, you're in, oh, baby, shaking all over. and he puts it down and then he like puts it on the floor and he thinks to himself people die around me and now you see he's like utterly dejected he's sitting crouching on the floor and just like Mm -hmm. into the painting like for holding it for dear life like morning almost like the like him yes. off, like, in front of the it's very like morning like yeah. a like a memorial or an altar you know yeah yes. it's very mournful mm. he says i refuse to let her be hurt too so this painting whoever it is it we it seems like it's the protectee like we've speculated to it now mm-hmm. especially because he says that like he's thinking first of all he couldn't he couldn't break it which means this person is dear to him and yeah. he he's thinking you know my protect he was her i can't let this happen to her too exactly mm-hmm. and, and we so know the- from his um dream that he had of lauren where she died he mm-hmm. said what did he say he was like not you too not mm-hmm. this yeah. again and so it seems mm-hmm. like seems like the protectee might have died at his hand by mistake or they forced him or something mm-hmm. but he was definitely the 
unintentional cause mm -hmm. of the protectee dying. Mm -hmm. Probably. And then also just the fact that he took it down, but he doesn't replace it. He has to turn it around so that he can't see it and puts it, props it up on the wall. Oh, really? Just, just, yeah, because oh, that's I the backing. It's just yeah, it's turned the around. canvas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just see like the texture of the canvas, right? So he's turned it around, mm -hmm. but he can't look at it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking, he hung it up on that wall, big and in the middle of that wall, where he would see it at eye level every time he leaves yeah. that room with this beautiful gilded like frame on it and just think he probably put that as a reminder as a memorial like we said but it's like looking at it now just makes him think about all of his shortcomings all of the things he couldn't protect and then also reminds him that if he continues to let Lauren in he will it's like she might experience the same fate and that thought he can't even like think about that so he has to literally take it off the wall and rather than just destroy it he can't he just turns it around so he doesn't have to look at it and props it up on mm -hmm. the wall on the floor. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I just think that's that just says so much about like his headspace and like this thing that he once used as a reminder, as uh as like something to keep him going and potentially he can't even look at right now because it brings yeah. up too many things that are beginning to seemingly happen again in his life and he can't take that right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this soap and F are, are really getting good at using the visuals and the symbols like to express these really profound ideas. It's very amazing. But Emily, what you said earlier makes me mm -hmm. think, what if this drawing is the drawing that he maybe drew of Lauren and Dylan running around? That's and that was I... like humanity, yeah. people playing love, laughter, you know, all the sweet things about life. Mm -hmm. I had this playing around with that idea in the server last night. I think I saw other people talking about it as well. Like, maybe, but like, mm -hmm. where would he have kept that? Because he, like, where, if he brought it with him, like, how could he have hidden it in that disgusting place? What if it's, well, we don't know if it's even fully <laughs> intact or anything. Maybe he like, redid it. Yeah, maybe, maybe he redid it. Him. Maybe yeah. he redrew I mean, it. It could be shattered. Okay, in but the we don't know when the protectee died. And mm -hmm. if we have confirmation that Kieran was 16 when he was out draw, I mean, he's out. Wasn't he wearing the same thing, by the way? No, he was wearing a pinstripe shirt. He was wearing like a pinstripe shirt. Mm -hmm. like, wasn't yeah. it, was he wearing that in the, in the 14, in the other episode? Like the, the, sorry, the Lauren and, Ke um, and Dylan running around episode? Was oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we that. saw exactly what he was wearing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so but okay, so if we're under the assumption that he got kidnapped at 14, they're training him to be the PH, he's getting some kind of respite or having some yeah. kind of in some kind of independence where he's in the Phantom Scythe and being trained, but he's allowed to still indulge in his art. I think the protectee is still alive and whatever he was drawing or painting, and I think that might have been the protectee that was saying. You know, mm -hmm. you're here and why are you always drawing oh interesting it's like yeah that could be the art mm -hmm. that he has and then the protectee dies later I think that we're putting things way too like yeah. back to back to back to back in his timeline yeah. I think they yeah. were spaced out yeah okay, because Bella knew about the protectee and he didn't start training with her like we have that flashback he looks I mean, he's definitely at least 16. Yeah, he's definitely a little yeah. 
You know, you know so I began I, thinking yeah, that protecting well. stayed alive longer right. than we think. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could totally be it. I just think it's interesting, like the the sequence of flashbacks. He had this episode where, you know, he says he didn't know why he hesitated. And it started with Lauren being, you know, really upset when she was hypnotized to her asking about the kidnapped kids. I don't know. It just feels like, I feel like Kieran is connecting dots, but I just don't know what those dots are. (laughs) Yeah, I agree because he goes from- Oh, no, you don't have many. Yeah, no, I just, I think that you're right about the, the flashbacks that he's connecting that, you know, she was upset about someone and then he remembers the kidnapped kids and hesitating. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Ooh. I'm wondering. I think, I think like, do you, guys think, things. do you think you know? he knows at all that it's her? I, no, wait, actually, I just remembered this. In, like, what is it, 104, right before the finale episode, when she's about to have a panic attack, she begins like hitting her bullet wound to get yeah. her out of it. And she's like, sorry, this isn't my first time. I've been like, Here before, been, yeah. like something with like an explosion. He's like, wait, what do you mean? I wonder if he just has that in the back of his mind. Mm-hmm. Like what other explosion would she have been around? And then like, you know, the pieces oh, coming together potentially subconsciously in his mind. Because we haven't seen him flashback to that instance yet. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but it could be. I don't know. Somebody said something interesting in the Discord where he said um, when he's looking at the he's looking at the photo directly, <laughs> the painting, and he's going, "What the hell am I doing with her?" They saw it as she's in the painting. He mm. knows who she is, and he's going, "How did I get involved with oh, her? Like, how did we get to this point?" Wait. And at first, I went, "No," but the more I thought about it, I'm like, "Wait." What if you know we know that Dylan had a little crush on her, right? Remember, he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, the daisy chain, he's beautiful. What if you think, What am I doing with her? Like, she's Dylan's girl. <laughs> How I can I take her that way? But I mean, everybody's kind of gone back and forth on the whole, like, what is it, the bitch Karen theory? Like, if it's he true. knew, I hate that theory, I don't agree with that. Sorry, I don't either, <laughs> but basically. <sighs> I don't think he knew who she was or went after her specifically on purpose because it was, was she was just like that night, right? He was about yeah, to slice her neck and he stopped and didn't know why he hesitated. But and he like, offered like at you. this point, he knows who she is in regards to like let's just call it Dylan. Like let's just say Dylan's the protecting. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he's pieced it together and maybe that's what he means. Like what the hell am I doing? Like how did we get to this? point with her um you know and then oh i had a thought and now it's gone i hate my ADD so (laughs) much Ah! um we were talking about like the protecting and lauren and if it was here in the door oh yeah um yeah he's the one like one thing i always found interesting was the how quickly he was like accepting of her ability because like yeah pretty much was like yeah you can like tell lies immediately (laughs) it's like how are you so ready to like accept that other well, than he said that he noticed it in the cafe. cafe and i'm like you had to really be paying attention to specifically <laughs> at her and yeah. know that she had this ability to even think that yeah, like, like no he, average he was... person would see that scenario and go she can tell that he's lying <laughs> Hell yeah she has a secret <laughs> yeah, that's why right? that that is one of the things where i'm like 
she he could like just remember his bestie talking about this girl that he grew up with and how she can like tell lies and stuff but mm-hmm. i don't know there's so the thing if dylan is the protective there's so many things that can go back and forth because on the one hand it's like how would he not how could he not know why he hesitated if he was immediately like oh that's the girl that like dylan used to talk about da, 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 and that's how he so easily got on board with like her being able to tell lies and was so ready to like offer her this deal and all this stuff mm-hmm. but then on the other hand it's like well why else would he be like that like there's so many things where it's like there's points in either way and we just don't have all of the pieces yet to really make it make sense. Like, I feel like it's so suspicious that he was gone overseas and the first oh. first day back he's oh, in the right. cafe and he finds her <laughs> Well, that's I don't know. I feel like there's something going on there. I think mm-hmm. come back to find her, like didn't know exactly who she was, like her name or anything, or just was like, I need to find the girl that. Uh, and like, I mean, I don't know. Know. so many, so many that led to their deal was like arbitrary. She just happened to be called because she was nearby in the area. You know, I don't know. Kim and Will could have run after all the other police people that could have run after him, but only she did. Yeah, no, there's too many factors involved where that where he'd need to get her alone specifically to be able to like offer exactly. this. I don't think there was any sort well, of that's the whole thing. Like she's part. the one that ran after him. She was the only one quick enough. Like there were too many different like it could have been anybody, right? Exactly. That could have gone after him. Yeah, I don't think he knew going in that he was gonna like talk to her or see her or offer her this deal. No, because like, again, he was shocked and he hesitated. But why? And then, I don't know, I, I've seen a lot of people be like, I'll I'll be pissed off if it's Dylan, or I hope it's Dylan. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm fine with either one. I'm, again, trust the process. I'm very much a <laughs> trust the process. I know. I'm just, the, the story's been so phenomenal so far. I trust yeah. whatever it is that they're going to do because everything's mm-hmm. been so great. But it's mm-hmm. kind of like what we were discussing with like who fits the profile to be Apostle 4. That's how I feel about the protectee mm-hmm. like I don't it, yeah. it's not Will it's not Raphael it can't be Dana it wasn't Kim <laughs> like unless it's an unknown kid that they're bringing in and they've also said like I think we can rule out that it's any kind of sibling because they called it a called him a friend the protectee a friend yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Unless they were hiding that they were siblings to protect each other, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think it hide it that used. long if they looked really similarly. So mm-hmm. it just it just makes me think it has to be Dylan. I'll honestly be really shocked if it's not because I don't know who else other than a brand new character. It would yeah. be, and at yeah. this point, I mean, introducing brand new characters they only do it every so often and i mean and then they kill him off they introduce allison and what she died like a few episodes later so i think for like the emotional impact it has to be it most likely is someone that we know which who i mean who would it be (laughs) oh awesome so good i'm just i'm so happy this episode is great the last few episodes have been amazing yeah no it's been it's been bangers like the past couple weeks like mm-hmm. it keeps like, talking yeah. itself like absolutely um, well what do we think is gonna happen the next like what direction are we going in from i feel like yeah. i think we'll i think we'll do like not serious like it'll be maybe investigating like you said the the circus uh not circus investigating the um mm-hmm. the, the opera theater. house 
Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I feel like this is going to be the last Loki we get for a bit. I don't think we're going to yeah. get any next episode, which sucks. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like this sort of ending kind of implies that we're going to be focusing on other things now. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll focus on Kim in the hospital and Will yeah. be doing, like, we're like, he year, probably knows her parents already. Like, yeah. wait, we've got to ask a crucial question. What do we think Kieran is going to do to distance himself from Lauren? How? What? Like, how's he going to do that? They're supposed to be yeah. investigating. I together. mean, I was about to say he could quit being, like, being the archivist, but can he do that without supposed to be a arousing suspicion? Yeah. yeah. Like, if he, he just stopped showing up to work, Lauren would be like, uh, where are you? What's going on? But he yeah. could just peace out. But I don't know what he could do without Maybe, maybe that's why Mira's in the cave saying he's dead. Maybe he tries to pretend he's dead. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that he, it's possible. I think he could oh. have a fake out. Are they oh, going to do the scene where they imply but... that he's dead and he's faking his death and I have to wait? For months to find out whether or not this <laughs> son of a bitch oh, is alive. No. <laughs> the audacity wow. of that man. Something no, I really, really <laughs> hope they don't do that to us because mm -hmm. that would all that would be so frustrating because we know he's alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so frustrating. And they tried to do that with the like Loon's dead, and we're like, we know Loon's not dead. Yeah. They're the main <laughs> characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, no, I. <laughs> Maybe he'll just be become more emotionally distant. Like he'll be like, "Hey, listen, I just want to meet up for work." I mean, he'll only talk about work things if Lauren is like kind of still a bit more casual and like kind of how they are with their like current dynamic. And Kieran's pulling back. And Lauren's gonna be like, "You okay? Like, what's going on?" He's like, "No, we must not." <laughs> like, no. But yeah, I, I can see. see I can see her being like kind of you know like flirty or whatever their dy dynamics been lately and he just is kind of curt like brushes it off yeah. back and she's like mm -hmm. but of course lauren's gonna go into detective mode she's not just gonna leave it alone she's gonna be like what's your deal what's mm -hmm. what happened what's, what's going <laughs> it's on it's gonna be like a breakup but not even like they weren't even together he's gonna be like hey we're just just working yeah don't want anything else he's gonna flip the script because lauren was like i don't want anything to do with you outside of of what we have to do here, like all that stuff. <laughs> now he's gonna be no like, personal oh, questions. Oh no. <laughs> mm. I, I don't like, know. I feel like he could. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I we got sad. shoulder. Want to see shoulder him. touches? Is are we now? He's gonna go back. <laughs> We're just reverting back. We're just yeah. Mm. Two steps forward. Will one step he forward, even two steps have back a chance back. to be able yeah. to pull back before Raphael? picks up Lauren. Hmm. Oh, oh. oh maybe they do when Lauren's like annoyed or whatever and that's when she gets picked up by Raphael and it's <laughs> and the last time they talked would have been like her being annoyed at him, mad at him, that her she's getting captured because of him and Kieran's about to have a mental breakdown and go <gasps> and go monster mode. Yes. And what, wait, what if mm -hmm. Lauren is captured? And he has to listen to Redcliffe and he he has to turn himself in for the parlay. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. That's a theory I've had for a while now that Kieran is some kind of pawn in the in the parlay situation. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean I could see that. Ow. Yeah. And that then being good. then being exposed for being loon in front of 
all of the everybody. Yeah. Yo. Good. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That would be so dramatic. <laughs> oh my god! If that happens, I will just lose my mind. Yeah. I, and then that's the that's the season finale. Oh god. Wait, where are we up to in terms of episodes? <laughs> We're like 36. We've got like 15 to 20 ish. Uh-uh. Already? <laughs> Already. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like it just started back. It does. But the, it's, it's August real. now. It started in February. It's been most, it's been more than half a year, which is no, it's about. not like yesterday. It's not, not like, it's not like two months ago. And the <laughs> hiatus felt like five years. Like, yeah, that's how every hiatus feels. <laughs> <laughs> I want there just there has to be more than one more season unless they extend it. I no, I I feel like that the there can be just one more season after this. I feel like they've we've learned a lot at this point, and they can be really efficient with how they give us the story. And who knows, they could just be slightly longer seasons at this point. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe like this one will be a couple extra, and then the last one could be like season two is like five more episodes. Then, yeah, yeah, five to ten or whatever. Yeah. Like that, that would be. I could see that, but just with the amount of information, like we still need to, I don't know, figure mm-hmm. out. We need more. <laughs> and just <laughs> selfishly, I want. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless she finishes season four, and then we get our Albion censored. <laughs> 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 so, right, Kieran's our corner. What was your favorite panel? And Ooh, Emily, we already know yours. Oh my god, every single one. <laughs> there were so many good ones, man. So hard. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I love the one that's behind you, Mindy. Yeah, no, I was about to say <laughs> those ones. Yeah, that's just that's. I, mean, I decided you, that's my favorite. I mean, it's oh, it's, it's so puzzle, good. But... And then you, Emily, that drawing one, beautiful the canvas. Amazing. Yeah. Then I don't. Like, I don't know. I'm holding still like. Hand. I'm still really into the half blood Shang Mulan bun. In the <laughs> Him holding her, any of the panels where he's holding her hand oh, on his shoulder. There's like oh, 10 of them from like 10 yeah. different angles. So, oh, I also, I really like the one where that he has right before his flashback, this one, because he looks so intense. And yes, like, that one's really that's good. a good one. This, I literally, I was like, last night, I was like, what am I going to do about the cover? There's so many. So many. many I was literally thinking of doing like a mashup or something. I, I, but artistic Photoshopping skills are not, are not existent, basically. So no, but I think as far as that one's probably the best, like. Yeah, that one I feel like is interesting enough to be like, click you know like, that's it's gonna be the cover so yeah <laughs> i i settled with that one because that's the one that makes me cry so it's beautiful so good yeah. like and those really two pants sequential panels are breathtaking really solid up. episode amazing episode yeah that was so wonderful. happy that i signed up for this episode <laughs> me too yeah. i know i can't believe i was I, i've gotten a good you've gotten a good streak lately Mm-hmm. And Emily, you got two Kieran episodes. I know, I got my two Kieran episodes finally. Yes. <laughs> I've been in a bunch, so I'm just happy I got to do this one. Like, if I had to pick any of, like, the most recent ones, I'm glad that it was this one. It was this oh. one. Oh, I was gonna, for- I forced myself onto this one. I was like, I'm going to this one. But yeah, I told Mindy, like, I don't know if you all have this as well, but I was like, Mindy, you don't understand. 
if there's whatever episode they kiss for the first time and I have to oh we're on it we're gonna have like how many people are we gonna have on that yeah we're signing up for that one (laughs) if they kiss I'm there if they almost kiss I'm there if there's a caress or a hug I'm I'm there Yeah, the Lockie yeah. Coalition here. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, our our Instagram group chat. I named it Kieran's Ladies. So. Oh my god, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Oh my god. Three. Oh, you guys have another group chat. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Last, sorry. Uh, episode. Yeah. yeah. But we can dev. I'll, yeah, okay, you want to join the Kimberly? Yeah. Kimberly. yeah I, was, I thought it was this one, but I, like honestly, I'd be down to be in that group chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's basically us just sending fan art. All yeah, have. pretty much. <laughs> sounds like a great. It sounds amazing. I would love you to. You can join <laughs> Kieran's Ladies. Okay, well, now I'll make this the new Kieran's Ladies. We'll rename it. Perfect. <laughs> Kieran's Ladies 2.0. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kieran's Harem. No, okay, the Harem is. Oh like, my God. Yeah. Oh, I like Kieran's Harem. <laughs> I mean, the, the, whatever. It's, the Harem is not very. Oh, not did you just name movies. it to me? But, yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well, I think we're, we're getting close to the competing to the two hours and 45 minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. We really are. We're like two and a half hours almost, I think. Yeah. So yeah. There's, I think there's another PH episode that's two and a half hours. So we're going to be top three, I think. Nice. Oh, I just changed our group photo. Perfect. Too. You guys are going to love that. Okay. Oh. Awesome. Oh. All right, amazing, fantastic, awesome, ladies. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, it was a wonderful episode. And so nice chatting with you finally. Yes, yes, it was nice meeting you. Let's do this more often. Oh, every I'm down. Okay, let's go read in the bleak midwinter. That's what I'm going to do. Yes, basically. All right. Good night. Thank you all. Bye. Thank you to my favorite patrons, Susie, Lady Libras, Lily, Jenny, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Sasha, Tuggles, and Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Emilta, Esther, I'm watching you people, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo. Your support is truly appreciated.